what it all comes down to. This is music. This is mayhem. This is a high voltage rock and roll podcast especially for you. Don't think because you haven't heard of us that we didn't exist. We've been here all along like a spirit roaming the night, seldom stopping to rest. Our path has been marked by the bolted skull and bones, smashed guitars, and starred stages across the world. Welcome to the full-on church of rock and roll. This is only the beginning. Welcome. Oh, this gym. So today we're gonna do a special. Oh, we're on. Right? We're on. That's <laughs> oh, how yeah. we do it. Sure. Yeah. So quick. Now we're gonna get sued by Seinfeld. That, yeah. it's all right. I don't think he's listening. He's not the <laughs> guy listening. <laughs> if there's one person, I guarantee won't listen to this. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> so we're here with Rod Diaz from Hello. Suicidal Tendencies, who brought his bass. Yeah. I don't speak, so I play bass. <laughs> and we have Sam from Void Vader. Who a, he's back. He's back. And we have Ian Shipley, who is in a band called Breaker and has fascinating stories about Steve Harris growing up. Oh, my God. Uh-oh. Ian is here from California and okay. is pretty much my brother. Yeah. You guys got a lot of history I hope we hear about today. There'll, there'll be some. There'll be some. There'll be some. Yeah. See, there we go. Now Steve Harris is going to see Yeah. Us. Trying to get some giddy up. <laughs> but, the, but that's funny that... that because we were talking about that and how like Number of the Beast is one of those songs people think they're playing correctly, but they're usually not. It's tricky, yeah. It's, it's, it's a true. little bit. I don't even know if I know it correctly. I just yeah. kind of remember well, how it is. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> let's call Steve Harris right now. <laughs> so, I mean, what, what kind of drew me to this, we were watching, Ian and I the other night were watching um, Elvis, That's the Way It Is. And, you know, his bass player, Jerry Sheff, was just a badass. And, there was a point where bass was such an important part of, of music, and there's so many great bass players. And then eventually, you kind of, you know, after disco and everything, and, and music got to be a little more basic. Like, even great bass players like Francis Buchholz, True. They, they started just playing like root notes. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, well, with that said, disco era still has like crazy bass lines. They, they do, yeah. Awesome. But yeah. after that, like once it got into their early 80s when someone like Nikki Six could play bass, yeah. then all of a sudden. <laughs> could he though? <laughs> You know what I mean? Wow. So, so, you know, you had your standouts, you had your Steve Harris and, and your, your Getty Lees, but there, there wasn't a lot. There was a lot in the new wave stuff, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But when it came to rock, I mean, I mean, what do you guys, like, what led you, Rob, what led you to, to pick up the bass? Well, for me, it came more like early 90s, because uh, I was born in 84. So, I, for me, it came from, like, like, I mean, it sounds kind of ridiculous when I say it, but like suicidal and infectious grooves and uh, people like Flea and the Chili Peppers and, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff like that. Like, that's like the first time that I listened to something. I was like, hey, what's, you know, what's that guy doing over there? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Especially with like Flea that he was like so like flashy and crazy hair and, and stuff. And I was like, hey, you know, that seems kind of cool. I want to do that, you know. So I came from that and then... Back then, you know, you know, cassettes and CDs and stuff, they, because maybe kids nowadays don't know that, but they used to bring art inside of it. Uh, yeah. You know, there was an artwork and lyrics and stuff. And 
I used to, because I was in Chile, so we didn't have like access to a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would just go on the credits and, you know, when they say like, thank you, whatever. And I don't know, like the chili peppers would go like, oh, thank you to, I don't know, Fishbone. I'm like, who's Fishbone? You know, mm-hmm. and I would just like research from there and Norwood you know. rips. Yeah, Norwood. Oh yeah, you know, and then I, and I don't know, songs with like George Clinton and then like, OK, so I need to check out George Clinton, you know, and stuff like that. And it just kind of like grew from there. But the initial thing I would say was like Chili Peppers or in general, like that kind of like funk punk kind of California thing that was happening at yeah. that time. Yeah. I mean, it, and you're right. Suicidal was another band because of Luigi and, you know, yeah. bass was very prominent. And Mike has always made bass prominent in what Suicidal does, which which is great. Yeah. And I think you're one of like, there's three guys from that band that, and he's had some phenomenal bass players. But I think you've kind of transcended that, just like Robert did, and just like Luigi did, yeah. where you're raw from Suicidal. And I know you know Thundercat played, and we talked about Tim, yeah, yeah. And Ron, you know all yeah, of these great guys. I think the guys. cool thing about Suicidal and, and bass is like everybody. Yeah, there's been a you know a bunch of players, but everybody's been very different than the other one. Yes. You know, and I think that's really cool. It's like, it's always, there's like a search for something, you know? And yeah. I think that's cool. It's not someone just to like, oh, you know, he's going to like fill in or whatever. It's always like, there's got to be some sort of, I don't know, purpose of, of something behind Bringing it. new life into it. Yeah. 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 And you do. And, and, and beyond your playing also on stage. Yeah. And, and I think with a band that's been around that long and has done that much that you're able to do that, you know what I mean, and and Ben does the same thing on, on some levels, but yeah, you, you I mean, guys ben add to that. Ben has like his own his- history, you know. Everybody, yeah, he, you know, at some point people thought that they would probably not even see him again on stage, yeah. you know, and he came back and he's like killing it and well, yeah. killing himself too. Yeah, true, <laughs> you true, know, true. jumping from <laughs> anything he can find. But yeah, it's cool. I love the lineup we have right now. It's just so much fun. Everybody's cool and yeah, it's strong yeah. for sure. And like, like every, every show, it's like a different adventure. So I, I love that. Yeah. And then, Sam, for you, like, base, like growing up, what were you into? Well, I mean, I, I started playing guitar before bass. Okay. Bass came out of necessity just because I had friends that were starting bands and they were way better at guitar. And they're like, you ever think about switching and playing bass? We need a bass player. Uh, so that's where it came from. But once I made the switch, it's like I don't need to be a guitar player anymore. You know, I feel like. Uh, it just was something that hadn't happened yet, and all my favorite bass players played with their fingers, so I dropped the pick, and big learning curve learning to play with your fingers from playing guitar for like three years, but <laughs> I haven't, you know, it's kind of the only way to do it, I feel. Um, but I was listening, you know, I was listening to Zeppelin, and I'm listening to Sabbath, and I'm listening to all these other thra- anthrax, and all those guys play with their fingers, too, plus it's kind of yeah. a, a brag to be able to play with your fingers over a pick, I feel, Is you it? know what I mean? I think so. Is that is that the thing? I think so. I, I think I, I think I can play faster with my fingers and with a pick. So maybe I just need to yeah. work on playing with a pick. But in my case, I don't know if it's just me or whatever. But I feel like I have more endurance with just fingers. For sure. Because yeah. I'm I'm so used not to play with a pick that when I actually grab one, I'm like using, like I'm just like grabbing it super strong and I then feel I like, like, I like use cramps more my arm and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your you wrist know? cramps. So I feel like you're restricted, right? More restricted with a pick. You can do a lot yeah, more. Yeah, well, I mean, fingers. there's like a you know crazy bass players that use a pick, you know, and they are amazing. But I mean, for me, I, I, I'm just used to playing with. I just fingers. like to feel that shit. You know, sometimes I, mean? I, I record like with I a pick just for the sound more. of it. Yeah, but I don't know. For example, what we're doing with Suicidal now, like if I was playing with a pick, I probably wouldn't be able to like run around and stuff. Yeah, 
because also by playing with uh, my fingers, I also like at the same time I'm holding the bass. Yeah, yeah, so of course. So it doesn't like fly away when we're jumping and stuff. And I'm trying to think. I don't think anyone used a pick in Suicide. I don't even think Bob used a pick no, back in the Luigi day. Luigi did. Yeah, did Luigi he? did. Absolutely. Yeah. No question. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All those like. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's all pick. Oh, so good. <laughs> <laughs> Just to hear it. Just with that little click too. But Ian, you use a pick. So when I, I do. I was always like, man, I should have given up guitar for bass and I'd still be playing now. And then I realized I always played with Ian and I'll, I mean, he was so great. Ian, you come from like the Tom Peterson, you know, Ronnie Lane type bass playing. Which is dope as shit too. Really melodic and, and, and what we do is built around that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm pretty much secondary. So I wouldn't say that. Well, no, no, no. But it, <laughs> but it's it's based around that kind of stuff. So for you, it's always using pick. I don't. I mean, other yeah. than when you play Steve well, Harris things. Well, and part of that, <clears throat> it's funny because I started out the same way as Sam. I started out when I was a kid. I was I had guitar and learned guitar. But all the kids in the neighborhood had a band and they didn't have a bass player. <laughs> you know? I'm like, well, all right, I'll do this thing, you know. And then you start listening to bass on things because before I didn't care. I only wanted to, you know. Do whatever you, you almost know. feel like there's a you know about a secret, like when exactly. you know it what is. I mean? like nobody's yeah. like real hip to that. It's the kind secret of shit. society of rock and roll <laughs> bass players, it's yeah. the easiest way to join yeah. a band. Just <laughs> <grab> <laughs> a bass and, yeah. exactly. At some point, somebody's gonna need you, yeah. Well, that's the thing, too. And to find a, a really good bass player is something different, you know what I mean? Because again, I think, especially when it comes to heavier music, a lot of people were able to just be root note guys and make careers out of it. Yeah, yeah. And there's, there's nothing wrong. With, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that, you know. There's not. No. Okay. I'm just asking. I mean, if it's if it's you know suits the song and that's all the, the song needs, it's fine. You know. Yeah. The yeah. bass player is always the like. Well, wait. Let's listen to the other side too. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I you can you can save that for you know you can save all the feels and stuff for like the live version or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Know? No, and I don't need things crazy. Again, we mentioned Tom Peterson of Cheap Trick. He's perfect for me because he will get you right when it's count. Just like whoa. Yeah, you know what I mean. His riffs, they don't like. They're not normal riffs. They they come sideways halfway through a verse, whatever at the end. It could be anything. Yeah, and you're like. <laughs> wow, that is a crazy fill. How did he even think of doing that? Yeah, and sometimes it's not even the fills. Like I was listening to Live and Dangerous and Lizzie yesterday, oh, and get me started. I know. And <laughs> Phil's bass playing in the songs. He's not doing any crazy fills, but it kind of just uh, makes it's, everything. It's perfect. magic, though. It ties it's everything together. Oh, it's yeah. like it's, a economy of like note choice. Like he's not exactly. You know what I mean, he's like exactly. picking every note. Is like yeah. chosen. He's like a perfect. smart player. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. The, the thing about Phil though, he got better as they went on. Like yeah. you can tell yeah. when you listen to those albums. Like at first. But I think we talked about it. Anything after Live and Dangerous, that's where they really, really... Oh, well, once yeah, John Sykes was in the band, are you kidding me? Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Don't knock it, because John Sykes was great. And John band. Sykes really oh, wanted to be no, Gary Moore. No, I'm being serious, <laughs> though. Yeah. Yeah. No, I listen to Blue Murder. I'm not talking shit. So, so I, got, I got distracted looking at uh, <laughs> looking at Anthrax. Yeah, I saw Terry Bradshaw in the Michael Starr like wig oh, yeah. shirt. That was I isn't that the greatest? Know, Hilarious. A lot of stuff going on in this studio right now. So, Rod, let's let's talk about your story really quick because it, it's a fascinating story because you were a fan of suicidal tendencies. Still am, and still am. Yeah, <laughs> which really shows though. I yeah. mean, it shows in every day. It shows in every post. It shows when you're at a show at a festival when you're talking to people, and I think that's what what really helps. Mike, you know, in what Mike yeah. does, because, I mean, suicidal is a whole nother level of being a fan. You know what I mean? It's it's it, almost it's, like a kind of like a way of life. Or yeah, whatever. it's an all in. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, Ian and I have been around with that band 
forever. You know what I mean? I yeah. think I met your wife at the on the Join the Army tour okay. at a suicidal show. Oh, wow. so. nice. Yeah, <laughs> I still have my shirt. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so so how did that come about? Well, I mean, obviously I was always a fan, but then eventually, you know, when I don't know the internet became a thing and and all that and Facebook, Skype, whatever. Somehow, I got to talk to someone that I never even met <laughs> till this day. Um, Brandon was his name, and he was working on the suicidal like website. Okay. And like we met through like a fan forum, whatever. And then I helped him do like some, you know, like graphics or whatever, and like you know wallpapers or stuff like that. And then somehow at some point I ended up like. Uh, talking with Dean and at some point I like emailed back and forth with Mike even though I didn't know it was Mike until like when I joined the band and got like his first email I'm like shit it's the same person <laughs> <laughs> but um, um, either way just I, like we were like in touch spe specifically more with like Dean mm -hmm. and you know in 2007 I believe or 8 they went to Chile for the first time so we met there like, I was legit, like, waiting at the airport and stuff, like, just to take pictures with him and with everybody. And and they played two shows in Chile. I went to both, and I took pictures of them. Like, I, I used to take, you know, like, live photography. Mm -hmm. um, I, I did for some magazines and stuff. And so we just connected there, and we always stayed in touch. Then they went again in 2010. And... At that point, I was leaving Chile. I was going to move to Mexico, and I heard they were coming. They were opening for Rage Against the Machine. Okay. And I'm like, I'm not going to miss that. So I actually changed my plane ticket and left the day after suicide. Yeah. <laughs> Who's playing bass at that time? The f uh, both times uh, was Thundercat. Okay. And yeah, and then, you know, I moved to Mexico. We st still stayed in touch and everything. And at some point, I moved over here because I was it's like now or never, you know, I'm not getting younger and and just by being here they started seeing me playing with other people people that they knew or they respected you know and they were like oh so this kid that is a fan is actually a bass player you know like i mean they knew i played bass but i don't know if they knew i was like a bass player you know? yeah which is kind of like different things i guess or could do it at that level yeah their you know, songs and, are demanding my uh, with and me. at some point when i moved here we started hanging out more with like dean i started hanging out with like robert trujillo at events and bass player live nam shows whatever and uh, you know, and just kind of one thing led to another until the moment that they actually needed someone and they just gave me like a random call out of nowhere. I think it was Dean. Like, kind of like, hey, what are you doing like tomorrow? You want to like jam? And I'm like, yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you, you need me to like learn anything? He's like, ah, you'll be fine. Or, you know, I know you know the songs. I'm like, okay, cool. Awesome. And that was it, pretty much. So at that time, was probably, was it Eric Moore on drums? Well, we, me and Dave got there like the same day. Okay. So... When I got in the band, they changed bass players and, and bass player and drums. So you've only played with Dave in Suicidal. Yeah, and Which, then that's fucking crazy. Like, I'm yeah. gonna play with Dave Lombardo. So sick. <laughs> Not <Yeah>. only am <laughs> I in Suicidal, but the drummer's now Dave Lombardo. Yeah, it's and so then amazing. I like I I told like you know like my closest friends and stuff. Like, hey, you know, because uh, uh, before I even got like the confirmation, he's like, I I think I'm gonna like play in Suicidal. Like we rehearsed and everything, and they were like, oh cool, cool, and I'm like. Yeah, and you know, and don't tell anybody, but 
Dave Lombardi's on drums. And they were like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and they got more excited about that than like their friend being in the band. They were like, oh my God, I can't believe Dave's in the band. <laughs> well, you know, Mike always has a plan. And like that lineup with Eric Moore and, and those guys was really good, but it was really funk. There was a lot yeah. of stuff going on. You know what I mean? And it was great, but, and it was different as suicidal usually is. But once I knew Dave was coming in, I mean, this lineup for suicidal for me is my favorite. Because it just drives. You know what I mean? You guys can still do the funk stuff when that's needed. But those old songs still, they have yeah. that drive again. You know what I mean? So Dave is super funky. Some people might not no, know that. Yeah. But he's like a super, like he can play anything. Yeah, Dave, yeah. But when he plays, it's, it's no mistaking that's Dave Lombardo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? I always say it, it sounds kind of weird, I guess. But, you know, we run around the stage and all that. And mm -hmm. I always say, like, I've, I play with a lot of drummers, like great drummers. But every time I run around the stage and Dave is doing the double kick, I actually feel the wind coming out of the... <laughs> no, for real. Like, oh, yeah. from, from, like, the, um, the drums, you yeah. know? Like, the bass drums, I actually feel the wind hit my leg or whatever. It's insane. Yeah. Well, when he does... You have this... I forget what song you guys do it in, but Dave does the, the Rain and... Or the Angel of Death Yeah, the thing. Angel of Death one. And you guys work it in, and it's a great. And I don't yeah, know how many people. On, uh, freedom, right? Yeah, on yeah. freedom. And I don't know how many people realize that that's what that is, <laughs> yeah. but it's so cool. But when you actually see it happen and you watch it, it's sometimes insane. it goes even longer. Yeah, he like stays there for like a minute. Yeah, dude, it's, it's amazing. amazing. Yeah. What kind of kit does he play? Uh, Tama, Tama drums. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. So then, Sam, for you, like you're a suicidal guy, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, like seeing raw. I mean, it's it's amazing that a fan like that can end up in in the band. You know well, what I mean? All, yeah, fuck yeah. I mean, it's just hard work, you know? So, Sam, you're you're in a band, Void Vader, and you guys are just about to release, or you planning on releasing your new album, yeah. right? And it's, I mean, when it comes to that and seeing what, what they have to do, and Ian, you've done it in the past, like, there's just so much work, and I think for a bass player, it's even more work, you know what I mean? Because you have to make yourself relevant in that band. Yeah, At, at some sure. point. Talk on that. Uh, well, How are you going to make yourself relevant? Yeah, okay. we, were, we, were, we were talking about this kind of uh, at the beginning of all this as far as like being a root note player and how like that's you make a career out of that. It's all good. Uh, but I think the three of us are here because we don't want to be that. You know what I mean? So uh, I think just being a fan of music is a way to get past that because you have all these other areas to pull from. Like I'm not just like rehashing these like Cliff Burton lines or whatever. Yeah. Like. Larry Graham's my favorite bass player, so there's some shit that's got, like, some definite groove or, like, just different oh, melody lines as opposed to just playing, like, a minor scale the whole time. You know what I mean? So I think just by being a fan of music, that's uh, a way of getting through all that. You know what I mean? And all the guys in Void Vader 2 are uh, nice enough, which is a funny way of saying it, but, like, they let me do my thing. Like, there's not a whole lot of, like, you got to play it this way or even if they give me a line, I'm... I'm going to do it and it's, you know, it's going to sound the way that I play it, which is like how a bass player would play it instead of like a guitar player playing it on a bass. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, that's a key so. thing. Like knowing that at least like your band trusts you. Yeah. 100%. Well, yeah. I mean, oh, so, so for you, like there is a suicidal way of playing, but that's the kind of style you played anyway. Correct. Yeah. I mean, well, for example, the first time I recorded yeah. uh, at some point, I think I asked Mike, like, how do you want me to do it? You want me to do like what I think Robert would do or something more like Thundercat or like Josh Paul, you know, cause yeah. like, it's not like I studied them, but you know, but I listened to them like my entire life and I learned the songs and everything. 
And Mike just looks at me and he's like, eh, why don't you do what you would do? <laughs> <laughs> That's classic. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm mean, like, well, I don't know. I never thought of it like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, maybe I'll do it. <laughs> you know, and, and, but Mike is very like open-minded to like let you try, do whatever, you know. Yeah. Uh, you think sounds good or fits best or he's not afraid to like let you do something like outside the box or anything. I think, I think Mike is like Pat Riley when he coached the Lakers oh, where he had oh all of God. this talent <laughs> and he trusts them to, he trusts them to do what they do. There is a game plan, but he's also yeah. trusts the ability of yeah. players to do what they do. And I think that's yeah. why suicidal is still fresh and, and it still works. That's how you adapt. That's how you stay above water. You know, mm-hmm. if, if you're not married to the, your ideas, you're willing to change and yeah, or at least attempt it, different it things. Also adds fun to it. You know, it's yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Gives like, it like, exactly. Like what I was saying, like, Every show for us is like different. We can we can do this the I don't know the exact same song, and it's gonna be different than the last time. I don't know what I'm gonna play. You know, there's like a basic thing that we all know that we we're, yeah. we're gonna play, but I don't know. Like you know that freedom thing. I don't know if Dave's actually gonna do it or how, for how long or he's yeah. gonna change it or whatever. You know, we do send me your money and I go into that bass thing and sometimes instead of playing bass I just start singing Celine Dion. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, there's like no rules. Well, know? that's the thing. But this that's cool though. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Whatever you're feeling. We're having fun and yeah. I'm, I'm, if we're not having fun people's not gonna have fun. You know? yeah. yeah, this lineup of Suicidal has the most fun I think. I mean, you know, Mike, Mike's doing his thing and being Mike which is amazing but you guys all it's it's truly a family I mean people but I don't know if they realize it's about suicidal like even the inner workings it's a family yeah yeah absolutely and and it's wonderful and like so when you're playing and sometimes you'll throw in like from whom the bell tolls you know what I mean and it's like I don't know if if someone out there gets it and they love it I always like start looking at faces like who got it who got it (laughs) yeah but that shit's cool and you and you can do that and because he gives you that freedom where some people would be like you know what the fuck are you doing you know play the song so that's cool yeah, it's all about having fun for me at least, you know. Like that's like my only kind of like goal in life is like to play bass and enjoy doing it, you know, and yeah. Hopefully be able to make a living doing that. Yeah. So Ian's from Cleveland and you know, he was one of the guys early on into Maiden and got to know Maiden. That's and, awesome. and he's gonna tell a story because he's gonna t- he's gonna he's be throwing like, you on that. I don't want to say you're up. I don't wanna <laughs> tell the story. Let's talk about the blue bass. Oh god, Tim. It, let's go. All right, <clears throat> this is not provable, by the way. But it's but, but it's <laughs> that's the true. greatest so way to start a story. I know <laughs> this might be false. <laughs> it's like, however, kind of based on right. truth. We're not we're not talking about Keelan sex stories. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! No, those are iconic tall tales. <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh, truly tall tales. <laughs> well, ho- hopefully, this will just kind of rival one of Keelan's tales. Okay, <laughs> it will. Hopefully. It will. So. Uh, uh, one of my dear friends to this day, uh, Jim Hamar, uh, was a singer that I was in a band with in, in, in Cleveland. Um, on the Killers tour, he got to be really great friends with Maiden. And um, so uh, then I actually got into a band with Jim between Killers and Number of the Beast. And he knew that, you know, I was at that point, I was going crazy for Steve Harris. Everything was, you know, like we were talking about bass players that influenced you. Well, I was playing when I first picked up the bass. <clears throat> I actually did uh, uh, play with my fingers, and then um, I then I found Steve Harris, and I was like, "Oh, 
this is bass on another level. You know, I remember walking through the record store and seeing the first Iron Maiden record. I'm like, I don't know what this is, but I have to buy it. Yeah. I had no idea what I was like. The most amazing thing I saw when I was a kid. I was like, yeah. oh my God. Well, yeah, the cover was great. And then yeah. you turned it over and oh, it yeah, was great let's, too. Let's forget it. Yeah. So, you know, I'm listening to Phantom of the Opera and all these other things. I'm like, I have to just learn how to do that. Every day after school, I get home. Put the put the needle on, just start, you know, learning every one of those things. So at any rate, so I got to be a huge fan, and I didn't know Jim was friends with them or whatever when I got in a band with him, and I'm I'm telling him how much I love Steve Harris. He goes, he goes, dude, do you want to meet him? I'm like, oh. <laughs> what are you talking about? He's like, well, I'm going to England to see him on this tour, and uh, you know, I'm, I'll tell all the guys about you. And then when you know, I come to America, he said it like that, you. like that casual, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jim Hammer would. Yeah, have, that's yeah. amazing. So yeah. I still have the tour book that he got for me, <clears throat> um, and it was uh, the, the Beast at Hammersmith or whatever it was was the sh- was show that he went to, and all he got all the guys in the band to sign it for me. It's all to me, whatever you know. Like Dang, the Steve Harris so one's amazing. like Steve Harris is like to uh, Ian to one bass player to another can't wait oh, to see you in the states. You know? I, I still <laughs> have, have it. it. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, That's I still have time. it. Yeah, and you gotta frame that. And uh, yeah, and so then you know, finally the day comes. They they come to Cleveland. They're doing a record store, uh, uh, an in store, and you know, I, I I walk in and like you know, there they are. There's all the dudes, you know, and I'm just like, oh my god, this is just unbelievable. <laughs> and so anyhow, so then we started chatting, and Jim's like, oh yeah, this is my my bass player Ian, whatever, you know, he loves you, you know, and so Steve and I just talked, talked, whatever, and it was it was great. So then we ended up going back to the hotel with him. Barney Googles. Thank you, Tim. <laughs> yeah. From Richfield. Yes. Richfield, Ohio. Um, it's where all the bands hung out. It's true. Uh, so at any rate, so I was telling him earlier in the day about, oh, I got this G&L bass. Um, and, he, and he's like, oh, I've never seen one of those before. He, he goes, do you got it with you? I'm like, yeah. He goes, can you bring it in? I'm like, sure. I'm going to bring my bass in so Steve Harris can look at <laughs> Anything it. Anything you know? want. And, and, and so just, just crazy. So I brought it. And the bass was super cool. It was, it was actually a blue bass that you could see the wood through, you know? And, uh, oh, nice. and, uh, he picked it up and he started playing a little bit and it had round wands on it, which he doesn't yeah. like. You uh-huh. know? And, uh, but he's like, Oh, this thing feels really good. He's like, I just love this color though, man. It's just, it's amazing. And he's going over how much you like the color. And then after that, Steve Harris didn't play white bases anymore. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So I can't, I'm not taking credit for it, but I will say, I've seen that happen. That he noted that. Yeah. That's all. I would so, definitely. If you I, didn't, I, I don't think. I don't think like I influenced Steve Harris at all. I think it says that. Not delusional. It says it on his Wikipedia page. <laughs> Ian Shipley. We should, we should go in there and modify it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Modify it. We should do it from that day on. <laughs> so, do you think like Steve Harris has has kept up being Steve Harris for yeah. all these years? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He still is creative. Hundred yeah. percent. Really? It's still his band. No, no, I I understand yeah. that. Right. Everybody yeah. else just plays it. Yeah. The singer's the new guy. <laughs> Still, yeah. yeah, always. Well, Brian Johnson will always be the new guy. Well, exactly. Yeah. They probably don't pay Ronnie attention Wood. to Yannick at all. I would imagine. Yeah, so. yeah. Oh. I was just curious because he was growing. You know, you hear that early stuff, and it's just crazy. Everything up to me, like up to to Tame Land, and then after that, it's like, okay, I've heard it. But I did that with Eddie Van Halen too. He never really. After a certain point, well, okay, I, this is what you do. Yeah, well, you like this thing or you don't like this thing. Yeah, you know, or whatever. Yeah. So that, yeah, if you dig Maiden, it's you know, it's it's continued to sound like Maiden for sure. You know, what's your favorite Sam Maiden riff or Steve Harris part? My favorite. Wow. Uh, oh, I, uh, I like Twenty Two Acacia Avenue. That uh, that bridge. It's pretty pretty you simplistic, can play it, but uh, <laughs> no, I'm trying to see if I know about it. I don't know. There's something about it that just like hits me right in the dick. You know. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I don't. I don't know that. Oh. What about uh, you, Sam? You know that part? Yeah. 
Play it. Come on. Okay. Let's see what you're talking about. Yeah. We have a bass here. No pressure. Sounds like it. Play Phantom in the Opera. Tim was saying that no, you, you I'm would not, die. I'm not playing it. Right <laughs> no, uh, this no, is turning I, into no. a bass off. I know. Sam, well, I'm not going to do that. Okay. Yeah. We're, we're going to have to. So, so a man's got to know his limitations. You know, when we grew up in Cleveland, like the, the kids who could play Eruption, everyone would watch. The bass players that could play Phantom of the Opera. And every time. I remember you telling me that story. That's yeah. why he said it. We'd be rehearsing, like, so Ian, sick. play it. Like, in do it. Do reason, it. Do like, it. Very random. I don't even know why. In my school, it was like, who could play Rush? Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Always, yeah always. It, never, it never was like a metal thing. For some reason, it just, everybody was freaking out about Rush. So, so go, so you grew up in Chile, yeah. right? What, how'd you get your music there? I mean, you, you could get music. It's just that we would get everything like super late mm -hmm. or not the original. <laughs> yeah. You know, but it's like I, mean, there, I mean, there was like, you know, there was record stores and everything, but usually the problem was that First, it was hard to get, and then yeah. it was also like expensive because oh, right. they were all like, imported. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I I knew Maiden like Maiden was smart yeah. because they conquered Central and South America. Yeah, very, and Queen did too. Ma very Maiden, early. Chile is huge. huge. Like, yeah, like the DVD is in Chile, right? The live DVD, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And you watch that, it's and people sick. are crying, yeah, yeah. like they're crying tears, yeah. like waiting in line they, to get I in. I mean, that. sometimes oh. I remember they used to go pretty much like every year, even like twice a year, always like you know like. Setting out stadiums and stuff—it's insane. Yeah. Somehow I've never seen them. Wow, I've never, I've never been really? to a maiden show. No, we were supposed to go last year. Tim's like, oh no, we don't want to go. I don't want to. One of our bands was opening. <laughs> up. Listen, I I'm from that school of I saw all of this when it was actually happening. Yeah, I don't need to see it again. I mean, we <laughs> went probably the last time I went was with you, and that was the Seventh I mean, Sun tour I'm or when Anthrax opened. But Maiden oh, yeah. still like a crazy ass show nowadays. Yeah. This last tour specifically, like with the plane flying in and like everything would have been great. Would have been great. I, I prefer. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> St staging is one thing. I prefer to see a band in their prime right. as musicians. Yeah. Wow, well, you know, yeah. you know. So like with Maiden, it, like. Obviously, as time went on, it was built around Steve Harris. But then I think there's a lot of galloping going on in the solos. Yeah. You know what I mean? The solos became less Wishbone Ash or Thin Lizzy-like, and mm -hmm. they became something hey. else. Well, that's 100% true. And that, that kind of bummed me out. I mean, they still had the fashion sense. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Ouch. But I wanted to say something, too, about like Jeez. being in Chile. That Still, that part of the world, uh, the fan base is strong in the rock you know, community. Yeah. And very intense too, like yeah. Like, They'll still cry in yeah, the crowd when it, rock bands yeah. come to town because they don't they I don't cried. take it for granted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I cry. And I've <laughs> cried at shows many a times, yeah. and and we have it here at the our fingertips. Like, I couldn't for example, yeah. uh, when I was there, you know, like sometimes first you don't even know if you ever gonna see a, one of the bands you like, yeah. you know, live. Then if they go, it's probably like once every few few years, like three or. four five years you know yeah it's, it's not like here that it's like oh they're playing you know in san diego okay let's drive and you know and then tomorrow you see them in la and then you know <laughs> i don't know ventura <laughs> you know well we're so spoiled here we're like i'm not even gonna drive an hour you to know? see that so yeah. <laughs> when, whenever yeah 20 minutes like, even do they have yeah. parking is, is there a yes. parking yeah, yeah. you get it 
<laughs> so, well, now I'm becoming that person. <laughs> yeah. Anyone who's ever worn a laminate, first question about a show, is there parking? Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll actually take a parking pass over a backstage pass. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Good call. I'm fine with standing in the crowd at yep. the bar or something. Yep. But either way, yeah, like, so we don't know how often you're going to get it or if it's gonna, the only chance you have to see a band or whatever. So we go, like, all in. Yeah. You know? Have but, you been able to play back home yet? With suicidal? Uh, last time I played in Chile with suicidal was 2018. I, think. I mean, what's the emotion there? Yeah. To me, it's weird. Like, <laughs> well, you have job responsibilities too. Well, yeah, but I mean, I don't know, because every time we, even before me, every time suicidal has been to Chile, it's like they, we never get to like finish the show because it's just like so much like chaos and violence and, and you know so it was a good show <laughs> yeah no i mean i love it but it's, it's weird when you have your mom on stage you know oh yeah but no nah, it's great uh, and it's cool like for example you were saying earlier that when we go to shows and i'm like walking around and talking to people and stuff yeah. i before i joined the band you know i was like on all, all, all the like uh, fan forums and stuff and now that I'm traveling with the band, I get to meet those people that I never even thought I was going to meet. Like, oh, we're playing in, you know, I don't know, the Ukraine. You know, it's like, oh, I remember this dude. And, this dude. and they come to the show and we like hang out. That's sick. Uh, in Chile, it's like that times 100. Yeah. You know, because like I'm playing and then I look in the pit and I don't know, the dude that gave me my first suicidal record is there. You know, it's, yeah. like, it's like a weird full circle kind of thing. It's an unbelievable and story. And like, like the day I left Chile, as I mean, I guess as a joke, but I mean, it's not a joke now. I like before sounds like a movie, but like before, like going into like like TSA or whatever, I like I told my mom and my uncle, like I was like, you see, I'll play in suicide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, because I, I just saw them like the night before. So we were talking about that. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I feel like I could do that. You know, and I did you fly that. back with them? Did you fly? No, no, no. Oh, OK. I don't know if they were flying right, uh, right back or maybe they were going to like Brazil or something. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's an incredible story like that. I think there should be more of a spotlight on. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, I, you, I don't enjoy the Arnel Panetta no, no, story. No. <laughs> but it is. It's like, you, yeah. you know, like with Judas Priest and Ripper and all that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah. or, or the guy you just mentioned from Journey. Yeah. That's a huge story, but you weren't trying to be someone else. You actually just were a huge fan and got in this band. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it became that we started like hanging out more, and, and you know, and or I kind of like became friends with people that know them, you know, like uh, I don't know, like Jason at the tattoo shop and all that, and the best. I just saw yeah, him. we yeah. saw him Saturday. So I guess at some point they just needed someone, and uh, I guess people referred me to them, and it just happened. I guess. You know? Yeah. Can you show us on the bass, like, the way you might play something different than a previous bass player did? Uh, I can do... Like, maybe Possessed the Skate or something? Well, there's, like, four different Possessed the Skate. That's what I'm saying. Like, versions and, and, and everyone has their own... <laughs> yeah, like, it's not going to fit right now. Because, I mean, the one I played is like this. That's like the the main riff. Whatever. Yeah. But I think Thundercat was doing it like not on the higher strings. Was doing it. You know, stuff okay. like, it's like he's definitely like 
you like do this dope little like pull off kind of thing where yeah. the, it's way more there's way more like, the, attack. By, I mean the like reason why I'm doing that is because that it. I get like less tired, you know. Yeah, when, you got a long set to play for sure. Yeah. But it's like it so, sounds cool that you like do the pull off kind of But it's know? just like slight it's, it's more like I modified yeah, oh, yeah. a lot of stuff yeah. just to like suit me better. So would Luigi yeah. play that with a pick? Yeah. I don't yeah, remember him using pick. Oh yeah. Play that RD bass, remember? Yeah, yeah, I do remember the bass. Okay. See, that's that's the thing. That's and what I'm saying. So that's the Luigi version. And then sometimes instead of you doing a pick, I just do like my thumb. Like yeah. Are are there parts in the set where you have to do that, like that? Uh, you'd want to use a pick, or I don't. Well, if we like, for example, if we play like I won't fall in love today, I just use it for the intro and then drop and it. Drop it. Yeah. Yeah, but in like in the middle of songs. Sometimes I do the like the double uh, thumb thing okay. to like go with Dave's uh, drums. Yeah, you know when he goes like, I just yeah stuff like that. I know I know Frankie from Anthrax would you go back and forth. Mm -hmm. Now he tries yeah. to do mostly fingers, but back in the day he used pick a lot. He was just on the screen like a couple yeah. minutes ago. Yeah, with a thin Lizzie <laughs> shirt too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the black rose thin Lizzie oh, yeah. shirt. He knows what's up. <laughs> well, I mean, Bello is an amazing bass player. You know, she's yeah. like perfect for, for Anthrax. He, uh, I mean, Ian's very close with Frank. We've known Frankie for years. Frankie um, He, yeah, just kind of grew up with him, and he's like you. He's always there for the fans. You know what yeah. I mean? He, he's. It's funny because we we played with Anthrax like a, a bunch of times in festivals and stuff, but we did the, the Mega Cruise. Uh, yeah. Last last year, and I never really like talked to frank before you know and then we were like rehearsing like we've said hi or whatever you know yeah. but we were rehearsing that there was like a kiss uh like all-star band jam you know whatever and we were rehearsing and i'm just standing there and at some point he like comes to me and like hey you know we never like really met but i just want to know like dude you're awesome and you play so good and i'm like holy shit what's <laughs> going on <laughs> so like, i'm like why is this dude telling me this yeah <laughs> and you got like kind of like i was like oh i don't know what to say and i'm like oh dude you know like i love you yeah <laughs> <laughs> but he's cool he's uh, i i love his playing his sound everything it's like yeah he's a sweetheart he used to play didn't he play through a marshall for a while guitar amp he might have yeah i think like, that was early on early very early yeah. on i remember him it's pretty rad it's yeah like, let me ship yeah, he just he yeah. just loved that that sound. So, and then Sam, for you, you know, you you, you move the bass. Like, do you, is it specifically a, a certain kind of bass you like to use, or do you just? I like Fenders the most. Yeah. Uh, but this last record, well, it's practically a Fender. Uh, I played on a Dave Ellison Jackson signature. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, Fender. The that newest one that's like the white with those two big old uh, like yeah. uh, EMGs in it. Yeah. And that that shit sounds. We did it. We did it through this like this, this through this dark glass, uh, like preamp kind of thing, and it sounded like yeah, I was using a pick was and I was the, just the using the my fingers. Sounds yeah, amazing. Exactly. It's I love money. that thing. Yeah, it sounded huge. Yeah. Wait, so, what is this thing? It's a preamp like pedal. Oh, okay. Company called Dark yeah. Glass Electronics. It's expensive, but it's fucking. Here goes dead, the bass you know? players. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Hey, they're uh, Chileans. That's baseball. Well, they're they're Dark Glass is that a Chile? Well, they're based in Finland, but the Douglas and like everybody that kind of like. Owns it and works there are Chileans. Oh, right on. Yeah. Wait, so they're based in Finland, huh? but the guys are Chileans? Yeah, yeah. they're like oh. from my hometown. That's wow. crazy. That's yeah. so sick. Wow. wow. Yeah, yeah. Shout out Dark. We're everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's great. Endorsees? Not on my sponsorships? Hot dog. <laughs> yeah, man. So most mostly Fenders and Jackson's under that Fender umbrella. So. Yeah. So Dave Ellison, that's a, that's a good name because I don't, I'm not a Megadeth guy. 
I worked with him for a minute, <laughs> but I'm just not a Megadeth guy. Just not my thing. You yeah. know what I mean? As a bass player, I mean, I, mm-hmm. I don't want to get anyone in trouble, but I mean, he's obviously a great bass player. He's been playing with Dave forever. Yeah. yeah. So what like, do you know what his influences are? Megadeth's a band that just I just could never put my finger on. It's kind of all over the place. I mean, yeah. I know the story goes that uh, Dave was practicing running with the devil in the same apartment complex as Mustaine, and Mustaine got pissed and like told him <laughs> to shut the fuck up or threw like a plant at his door or something crazy like yeah. that. So I know he was a Mike Anthony fan, so I'm sure it's all kind of shit like that. You see know? that? Yeah, I see that. What was he practicing those first four <laughs> Literally, notes? Duh, bum, duh, bum. duh. That's why, yeah. Let's see. Yeah, way before. Hey, you know that song? (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to get something. I know we need a GoFundMe account just for all the copyright. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know if I was in the right keys. As long as 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 Luigi doesn't hear this. Two down a half step. Van Halen was always two down a half step. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, dude. So I'm, you know, Edison rips. He plays with a pick, but I was such a big Megadeth fan growing up that like I would always just try to play Megadeth shit with my fingers. Yeah. Which is cool, especially like Rust in, like the whole Rust in Peace album has like so much crazy stuff going on. It does. Um, my Last Words is one of my favorite Megadeth songs, and I think that bass intro is like so sweet. Uh, you know, he, he's another dude that lots of fast stuff, but he's got some cool like melody lines within all the yeah. Yeah. All he's the, like all the crazy like stuff. Elegant you know? kind of. It is. He is yeah, kind of fancy. Right? Yeah. He, go, he goes and visits castles and like plays these nice bass lines. They well, I mean, I mean, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, he. My very first tour with Suicide, I was opening for Megadeth. Okay. Sick. And I watch him every single night for like, I don't know, three weeks or whatever. I think he never even came close to like make a mistake. Really? Just like, like a perfect player. Yeah. He is. Like absolutely he like is. every single night, he just, just played perfect. Hmm. You know, like just there standing there, you know, doing his thing. It's like amazing. He never, like for real, never even... Close to make a mistake. Super solid. I think he's better now that he has some leverage with, with Dave. You know what I'm saying? At the beginning, everything was weird with those guys. Though. Everything was weird. Well, it was all surrounded around heroin, too. So Well, you know. yeah. Especially <laughs> when, like, Gar was playing drums. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, that was... They're they played the old Chris, shout yeah. out Chris Poland. Chris I, used to, I used to tutor his daughter in math. That's a pretty weird trip. That is wow. crazy. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah I'm he, not gonna ask what that really means. They Me, played. It a, means I tutored his daughter in math. What yeah. You, <laughs> you think Chris Poland's just gonna let some guy into his fat? Hell no. Yeah. Dude, that <laughs> was an extensive interview innuendo. process. <laughs> <laughs> Probably wasn't Lomenzo in Megadeth. Yeah. Yeah. How long was he in the band for? Uh, I feel like he played for a little bit. A <laughs> little bit, right? Couple what, years. What do you think of his playing? He's awesome. He's in everything. He's awesome. He, he's in John Fogarty right now, and that's pretty crazy. He oh, goes, he you likes go a paycheck, me- man. But yeah, but he <laughs> goes from Megadeth to Fogarty to he was in Pride and Joy. That Pride and Glory. That's my that's Pride my favorite yeah, shit that he played on. Is that stuff with Zach Wilde? Yeah. It's so sick. I mean, could you guys imagine? I mean, would you be down to be mercenaries like that? I, it's worked out well for Blasco. Kind of am. <laughs> I feel. I'm down like, you to play. Like, my rule is I'll play anything as long as I'm playing with people that I like. Yeah, anything. you play with Billy from Biohazard. Yeah, I love it. I was just talking to him on the way here. Okay. Yeah. 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 And I tour with him. I record a lot of stuff at his studio. And so shout out to Billy. Yeah. And oh, I don't. Well, I'll I'll, I'll do a pitch right now. <laughs> uh, no, because he started like a super a super super cool thing um, called Crew Socks that they donate like socks mm. for people. Okay. Uh, it's like his company. He's a part owner. You just order socks, and for every socks that you order from his website, they donate like two for for, you know, uh, 
underprivileged people or whatever. Yeah. And then if you buy two, they donate like five and oh, so that's on. Great. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a really cool thing. So crewsucks.com and they're awesome. And is, <laughs> is he based that's out cool. here now? Uh, Billy? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's like, uh, I think kind of like Redondo Beach kind of area. Oh, okay. He has a, a studio over there too and a great studio. Uh, I've recorded a lot of stuff there for him and for like other projects that he, he produces a lot. Okay. He's, you know, and so sometimes they need a bass player and, you know, he's like, hey, are you free? And I'm like, okay, I'll be there. <laughs> so, because you have a distinct style, you can work that into other things. Like when you play I've with played from, like some people, some, well, you guys probably don't know, but I mean, in, when I was in Chile, I played in like a lot of like pop bands and as a session player, you know, or even at, you know, I used to play in a, for like a kind of like TV show about these little kids in school that had a band, you know, and. I wasn't wow. on the actual show. They, well, we just played live, but yeah, I play a lot of hip hop, you know, like with like big artists in in, in Chile, like in, in South America, in Mexico too, and everything. Like I've done pretty much everything, and you know, ballads, uh, pop, hip hop, jazz. I went to jazz school for six years. Oh wow! wow. You know, like stuff like that. So, uh, and then the when I moved here the way kind of like my name started like going out there is because I never said no to anything. Okay. I would show up to gigs that I don't even know what we were going to play. Like so super last minute, like, you know, like, Hey, you know, <clears throat> bass player in here. And, and it's, you know, I don't know, a wedding. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. I want you to show up at what are we playing? And they would start naming all these songs that I never even heard in my life. Cause I mean, you know, it's a different upbringing or whatever. <laughs> and I will just follow them and make shit up. Wow. You know? Like, and then I played in for years here at church, you know, and, Playing songs that I never, I never went to church. Yeah, you know, and I would just like. But I rock that bass. <laughs> <laughs> no, but church sometimes band. you know yeah. they would like, okay, let's play this and that, and I'm like, I don't know, and they all looking at me, and I'm like, what's going on? It's like, oh, it starts with a bass. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> you know, uh, I love Jesus. It's another one bites the dust. So <laughs> you know, you do start it. A funny, <laughs> a funny thing uh, was like <laughs> once, like the keyboard player, like I told him, was like, I don't know what key this song is, is supposed to be, and he was like, oh, I don't know, uh, E flat, whatever. Starts with a bass, and I'm like, okay, but I've never heard the song, and I just started like, you know, like E flat doing like <laughs> <laughs> something like that, and we went into like this funky thing, and the choir dancing, and oh singing. nice, it was great. I'm like, oh, this is the greatest song I've ever played. <laughs> <laughs> oh and then, and then we end, we finished the song, and I asked the dude, he's like, what was the name of the song? He's and then I, on my way home, I like looked it up on like my phone. It was a fucking ballad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a super slow song, you know, oh, like. Man. And I started playing some Rocked like funky out. shit. I'm like, okay, fuck it. Everybody like, like yeah, it. Yeah. You know? God likes Go to groove too. Yeah, dude. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I've been touched by you God. Know, like I've been exposed to a lot of situations like that where I'm like just like making shit up on oh, the spot, yeah. and it's a big learning experience. Yeah, yeah? It's a perfect example. Like eventually you're gonna come into something that's perfect for you, like suicidal, because yeah. you never said no to anything, and it led you right into the path that you uh, you know you love. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, also to be fair, I wasn't in a position to say no to a lot of work. You know? like, yeah. I would just moved here and all that, so, but it was great. But it, it's crazy because, like, you know, I, I grew up Kiss fan. I know, you know, Keelan is, and I know Ian is. Like, people talk so much shit on Tommy Thayer, but anyone who plays guitar would take that job in a heartbeat. Absolutely, I don't I, play guitar. I would take it exactly. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I don't play guitar, and I, I would mean, take what it. The fuck? Yeah. How long did you have to think about that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so even if you didn't come here to specifically play with suicidal, that's what you end up doing. But it's something you really, really wanted to do, and you've made it your own, which I think yeah. is a huge, huge and deal. Best you know, example. Yeah. I'm down to like the things that I've been doing with like Billy and stuff. Like if if it's uh, 
cool things. You know, yeah. I'm always down and it's people that I love, you know, and I, I obviously I admire Billy a lot. Yeah. And same thing. I did some stuff with like uh, Sendog and Eric from Cypress Hill, you know, and stuff like that. And play with Money Mark, you know, and I play with Chad Smith and Tom Morello, you know, and stuff like that. And it all happened just yeah. out of nowhere. Like the, when the day I played with Tom Morello and Chad Smith, I was like at home and they go like, we need a bass player like tonight. Yeah. And I'm like, how many songs? I go like three songs. And I'm like, okay, I know a lot of Rage and Chili Peppers. Like, nope. It's like other stuff. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll meet you there. You know, <laughs> I got there like, not knowing anything. Yeah, yeah. You know? Well, and I, I mean, <laughs> along those lines, you've been working during this quarantine with Charlie Benante on doing Yeah. You guys started. <laughs> and, yeah, and, and, and Alex. So good, yeah. man. So good. Oh, you see this? Yeah. It's, it's been fun. A lot of chops that I had to learn. Yeah. All the rush stuff. And yeah, learn those Getty riffs, man. Yeah. Right? So Crazy. Uh, I want, I've, I've been wondering if he maybe saw it or not. I'm like, I don't know. Because I saw a lot of people like tagging him and st on stuff. And then uh, with Suicidal, we work a lot with uh, Paul Northfield. Who, okay. who, who did those rushes. Yeah, yeah. And I remember, I know Paul saw it. So I don't know if maybe at some point he liked showing. He probably I, did. I bet he did. It's kind of weird yeah. to think about it. But yeah. Well, oh, it's so good. Man. Yeah. I've never met Giddy. I would love to meet him. Like, he's awesome. I he met seemed, him when I was a kid. I was just. Yeah, was he little. seems like a super, super cool guy. They're, yeah, all three of those guys were yeah. super nice. I've guys. heard that Getty Lee is like hilarious, like comical hilarious. Oh, dude. Yeah. That would be so funny just to have him crack all these crazy ass jokes. Right, exactly. <laughs> Sitting in a pub with him and he's just like, Getty, you're so funny. Like, it's so surreal. <laughs> I mean, that, that Stop stuff. Stop playing bass. Become right? a stand up yeah. comedian. Yeah. <laughs> the Rush stuff to me was always interesting. Like, like I said, there was a point where it was, you're a Getty Lee guy or a Steve Harris guy. I mean, is there that much of a difference in the. I mean, is that like saying you're an Eddie Van Halen guy or an Angus Young guy? Not to me. Right? Yeah. I think it's just the music style. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's yeah, prog versus I mean, rock or whatever, you know. But yeah. he was doing that shit while singing, yeah, while yeah. playing the Moog pedals. No. Yeah, right? I just mean, it's like, yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, ridiculous. it is ridiculous. And of course, he didn't have a bad drummer to play with either. Yeah. So. yeah. Or a guitar player. Yeah. Alice yeah. Lifeson's very underrated. He really underrated. It was funny because we did those underrated. videos with, with Charlie and, <laughs> and, you know, like I was playing you know i like the first couple of videos i actually learned the parts like you know like note by note and i like i sat down for like a week learning right because i always loved rush but i never really like sat down and like learned the songs other than like the basic yeah, kind of feel riff. for it yeah. yeah and and i know charlie is like super big on you know on on, on he rush probably knows all those parts yeah, yeah. He does. so i knew he was gonna <laughs> like if i fuck something up i know he was gonna like hey yeah and i'm like okay so i learned everything and we posted like the first couple of videos and everybody's like, oh yeah, it sounds great. And they were like, but Getty uses four strings. Oh. And I'm like, dude, I'm not even playing the fifth string. Like, like it's the same watch shit. I don't even want to look like, at it. Let's watch when I'm playing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then like we did another song and we, we played it and then Charlie also played keys. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. You know, but he filmed himself doing it separately, obviously, you know, and then people was like, oh, but Getty plays key while he's playing bass. Like, what are you guys doing? I'm like, dude, come on. It's never enough for anybody. Yeah, I was yeah. like, we're just trying to entertain you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. This is supposed to be fun. You yeah, know? exactly. Yeah. Dude, that's a, like, the, I always see with, with Eddie's kid, Wolfgang, like, people are like, oh, I think man. they think if they go to Wolfgang that somehow they'll get to Eddie Van Halen, right? Probably. And they say the dumbest Could shit. But, and he's but just he, like, he invites him to do He does. He's a shit. He <laughs> Mind. He's a good no bass player, question. that kid. He's yeah, a good bass player yeah. and a good singer too. He yeah. can sing like a mother. Man. Tim Tim prefers Wolfgang and Van Halen. We've talked about it before. Yes. 
than Michael. Right and opens up another conversation there. <laughs> that's, was, a, that's a whole different episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> but, but speaking of something similar, we were talking, or, or I had mentioned a Queen song. I think John Deacon is one of the most underrated. It's the dude was. I don't know. I don't know if it's oh, yeah. underrated, but to me, it's probably one of the greatest bass players. Yes, ever. a millionaire like, like, waltz. Yeah. I mean, listen to that song and it's what he's doing, and it's on just a fretless too. It's just like, yeah. like just so good. Just his. So even he's like so demeanor tasteful. and stuff like but that yeah but yeah. that's the kind of shit I love about bass players like like on something by the Beatles you know what I mean what Paul's doing under that you don't hear it because you just hear the song but if you stop and listen it's yeah. like it's right. a whole other like counter yeah. melody it's a whole other hook yeah like yeah. Dear Prudence yeah. too that bass yeah. line on Dear Prudence is exactly. like oh fuck me up it's I, so good I mean Ian what are some of your favorite bass lines oh god yeah. uh, on the spot well, there's so many oh, I don't know like I I, it'd be hard for me to just throw some out at this point. All right. Um, other other than, you know, if I said, you know, Phantom of the Opera or, you know, yeah. something along those lines, whatever, just amazing. But, you know, I, honestly, the bass lines I end up liking prob- probably th- as much as anything else is Tom Peterson's, what he's, what he's playing, you know, over, you know, so you got one single guitar, you know, and Tom's playing those monster notes or whatever over the top of it. And yeah. it's just, you know, like Need Your Love or something or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah. You just, you just feel that the whole way through. And it, that's amazing to me. Yeah. He's not ripping or doing any crazy riffs, you know, yeah. it's just, it's the feel of what he's playing with that sound, you know, and that's, that's the difference. Yeah. I think, that's, I that's think it makes it great to me. To me, like bass, great bass playing is like having a pet monkey. Now hear me out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love where this, like going, where this is going. So you're walking down the street. Okay, that's it for today's episode. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, so you're walking down and you, you got this pet monkey that's <laughs> like it's like a friend, right? But to get from point A to point B, like I have to walk down the straight path, but the monkey can jump on a house in the tree. It's gonna get there, but it goes its own way and it goes in and out and in and out and crosses. And wow. if you really what are in those cookies? I don't know. <laughs> but, but now I'm gonna think this when I'm playing with them for the yeah, rest yeah, of the exactly. day. So you know, be like. Uh, Tim uh, thinks I'm a is it, monkey. Is this too much? <laughs> well, I do <laughs> love bananas. I don't know if that means anything. Too much monkey parts. Yeah. Someone yeah. out there got it. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Sam? What is, what's some good... Uh, I keep coming, just since we've been here, I keep thinking about all the Wicked Basslines and STP songs. I feel like that Ooh, band, yeah. everything is a hook. Basslines a hook. Scott's a hook. Yeah. Drum, the drum beats are... Robert, Robert, Robert DeLeo yeah. is amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. money, dude. Yeah. yeah. That's a good call. Uh, yeah. Even yeah, every album has just you know even up to the fourth record it's all it's all good stuff. Um, like I said, Larry Graham and and Bootsy and yeah. uh, this quarantine I watched a really cool documentary on Amazon about Betty Davis that was wicked. Mm-hmm. I think she doesn't get any credit nearly as much as she should. Um, that was Larry Graham with her, right? Uh, Miles Davis. No, no, but Betty Davis was with Larry Graham. Yeah, or was it? Well, that, she, I mean, she got the last name Davis because she married Miles Davis. No, no, I know, but her band was like Sly and the Family Stone or something, right? She might have wrote songs for them because I know she wrote a bunch of music for a bunch oh, of different people. But she had, she, had, like, she has a couple of solo records that are Yeah, no, but I good. think the, the, the band that recorded those solo records, I think it's like Sly and the Family oh, Stone. Oh, it's, it's... I think so. Oh, I'm not sure. Right Somebody's mentioned to me something. Like I mean, I'm not sure. It's, I mean, it's just a testament to like how good all those players are. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, one, each other at the same time. Once you know? get into there and you start talking about like James Jamerson and stuff like that, yeah, then that shit gets... There's no, no way out of that. Yeah. Hendrix and Brothers Chambers, she wrote for them too. All sorts of cool shit, man. We were talking, Ian and I were talking about how underrated Ronnie Wood was as a bass player. Oh my Beck. The new guy. Wow. Yeah. He was unbelievable, man. Just unbelievable. Yeah. Really magical bass player yeah it's uh it's so it, 
and it's been tragic since he's been with the Stones because he's just like, kind of like Keith's clone. Music oh, yeah. Group, you know, in the paycheck. Stones, you know? Yeah, well, nice I mean, I'm not, I'm, Very I, nice I, don't, I don't talk about root notes. I don't feel bad for him. It's just that he's such an amazing bass player, you know? He was to, a great To know that that's player. gone. Yeah. Because super creative. Yeah, he was. I mean, well, he played with Beck. He had to be, you yeah. know what I mean? But you had him playing bass, Beck, and you had um, Rod Stewart singing. Yeah. That's some yeah, band so you got not there. Not too bad. Yeah. Not so, Sam, I mean, you're younger than oh, you. I don't know how old you are, but he's born 94. I'm born 93. Oh, okay. no, I'm 84. I'm 36. 84. Oh, yeah. shit. Oh, I thought I heard you say 94. I appreciate oh. that. You just look so good, dude. Yeah. yeah. Don't let it's that quarantine. He's the quarantine. Yeah, right? yeah. So, yeah, I'm 93. <laughs> All right. So, you're the young. Like, what get, like, what bass players of you growing up in that time period, like, man, I want to play bass? Because you don't probably really know, you know, we, like a Doug Pinnock or something like that. I mean, you have to choose from like the guy in Blink One Eighty Two or no? That, that <laughs> you can't, you can't even say his name. I, 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 that was rough. I love uh, you, Tim. <laughs> I mean, it's, I guess if that's like all you're like listening to and you decide to play bass, like I guess I better be like the best Tom DeLonge that I can. But that's not like all I was listening to, you know, like. From that world, like Matt Freeman for sure is my Matt favorite Freeman out, is, of, oh. out of all those. Guys. I was waiting for you to yeah. ask me my favorite bass lines, and I wasn't gonna say. Oh, Matt Freeman. I'm gonna get to you. Right. <laughs> yeah, blew it. Uh, so it's yeah. better if you got time to think about it for a moment. Yeah, too, yeah. right. Um, but I, you know, <laughs> I was his name. Fuck. I grew up. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up listening to all sorts of. You know, my mom got me on like Van Halen and Allman Brothers, and then my dad yeah. got me on like The Germs, Fishbone, and Anita Baker. So it was like wow. I was listening to all. That's, wow. that's I want to hang out with right. your dad. Yeah, adopt me. Ty Harmon's yeah. pretty dope. <laughs> uh, so I was listening to all sorts of different shit. So yeah. I just kind of like started pulling from, you know, Cliff's definitely my fav- one of my favorites. Larry's definitely one of my favorites. Frankie, I've said, we've said his name a bunch. Um, what really did it for me growing up was I had friends that played in a band called Desecrate that was from the same hometown, yeah. Burbank. And they were like playing the whiskey and like it was packed on a Friday or Saturday night. Nice. And uh their bass player hawk who now you know we've we've all become friends for years but he was the guy that i was like dude that if he can fucking do it he's from burbank and he's like i fuck yeah i'm gonna do that same shit too you know what i mean and he was like a total cliff guy making all these fucked up faces when he would play it was just you know thrashes we all do yeah (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. you got to so so yeah so hawk for sure was probably the guy that like while i was like practicing in like my first high school band and being like that like Something to attain to, like I, yeah. can, I, I'll be friends with him. He'll teach me shit. We'll get to hang. I'll be get to be like the bass understudy, and then just kind of like, you know, now he's got a wife and two kids, and I'm still playing bass, and that's just kind of how it goes, you know. Yeah. yeah. Some people are in it, you know what I mean. <laughs> so Matt Freeman, definitely I someone that Matt people Freeman. don't mention right away, and it's just mind blowing because he's to me he's like psycho. Yeah. He, what? I don't even think of him as a like punk rock bass player he's legit like playing just yeah like yeah he's playing like walking bass lines yeah like, you know on top of like a, a i don't know like a 200 bpm beat <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and it's effortless too yeah no. and he's and like, he's like so yeah clean. just 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 watch him play live and we tour with them and it's yeah. like like every night i was just like fangirling next to the stage you know yeah. filming him like ah, i love you man <laughs> you know like and and also like one of the nicest dude i've ever met in my entire life like he gave me one of his basses Really? That's how nice he is. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. He, uh, yeah, every night on that bash tour, I would run to the front and (laughs) and just stand in front of him during Ransom because it's to watch it happen is insane. Yeah, I know. And he's just like 
standing there, like just even standing there, he looks cool. He's mm-hmm. such a stud. He's yeah, so cool. he's like he's not, he's not <laughs> yeah. doing anything. He's like, oh man, I want to be that guy. Yeah, you know. And the so, charger stuff he does is cool. Dude, it's too. so yeah. sick. Yeah, it it's really Everything he's done, it's really always dope. been like super. Like all the baselines, like uh, like you know, like Operation uh, Operation you know, Ivy. Yeah. like it's all crazy shit. Like yeah, he's one of those that I like go like I would have never thought of that. Yeah, right. Because that's like a thing with me, like. I can listen to a bass and okay, this is cool, and I learn and all that. But there's like other bass players that I go like, I, my mind would have never. Yeah. yeah. Oh, How do you, exactly. Where do you go over three chords that like Lars yeah. and Tim are playing, and you're like, what the fuck, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, like I don't know, like you know, a song could be like, and you know, any other bass player would do like, <laughs> something yeah. like that. and he's like doing like. Yeah, you know the shit. Yeah. Like, you're like, what the fuck? And, and it's like putting a quarter in him, yeah. and he just goes, man. And then yeah. you look at him, and he's just like there, you know, like yep. you know, looking at the crowd, like super, like, yeah. like oh, another day at the office. Yeah, like. yeah. You wonder how we sold those baselines to the rest of the band. It's like, no, <laughs> yeah, dude, right. you're supposed. Come on. <laughs> I guess at, at at some point they can't say anything. It's like too good. It's like, it's like oh, okay, oh, that's it. Yeah, it. <laughs> whatever. Like, do your thing. <laughs> yeah, like. I mean, and that- then and then he's probably. One of the first ones in like punk rock that I heard like playing bass solos in like a punk setting, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. And like crazy bass solos, you know, like, uh, what is it? I don't have a pick, but. Oh, Maxwell Murder? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, all, all that shit yeah. is like fucking insane. It's, yeah, it's, I mean, for me as a kid, like, I love listening to bass more than anything. Like, like I said, because of Jerry Chef and Elvis and then mm-hmm. Entwistle with Live at Leeds. Oh, Entwistle. You know what I mean? And even some, and I, I'm older than you guys, so my brother had uh, Elton John album, so D. Murray was, oh, you know. Rest in peace, so good. Yeah, and that shit always was great. And then you, you Kiss comes along and Kiss Alive, then it's a guitar because of Ace Frehley mm-hmm. and that album. Goes without saying. But when it comes to bass playing, I mean, there were so many great bass players back then that did so many cool things that added to the songs. I just wish that would have kept going on forever. Yeah. And it has in some level, but you had to have that at one point. You know what I mean? Like, it could be Andy Fraser and Free... I mean, think about all the bands from back then. Stunningly amazing. Yeah, and he was like 16 years old. Yeah, just ridiculous. Like, he was 16 when they did All Right Now. Yeah. Paul, too, right? Singing? Yeah. Like, yeah. He's so young, it's like, dude. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, or even Geezer Butler, the, yeah. you know, how that stuff stood out, you know what I mean? Um, but Ted Nugent always used the bass really well. You gotta mention John Paul Jones. Yeah, you know. JPJ. I don't. Okay. Everyone knows I hate Led Zeppelin. I oh, saw really? It. But you know. That's it. That's because you're, that's that's you're, you're crazy. Fuck this. No, 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 no. I I'll, saw, I'll take the cookies. I saw that. I, <laughs> Thank you, Ra. I, I saw them live. I just didn't get it. It's just not my really? thing. Really? Yeah. Shocking. I was more of a Nugent guy. But then you, you have like, and we, Ian and I were writing something last night, and there's a stranglehold part. Like, there's a part where it breaks down, and it's just the bass, because Nugent used the bass so well. No, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to buy it with Led Zeppelin bass lines. I wouldn't even, <laughs> would even know what they were. I couldn't. To this so day, good. and I am 27 years old, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, other than maybe Black Dog and Rock and Roll and Stairway to Heaven, I don't know the names of the songs that uh, I hear of Led For Zeppelin. your love. Uh, Some killer. I don't I, know any of Led Zeppelin. I was great uh, drummer. When, horrible when singer. we started doing all those like, <laughs> when we started doing all those like videos. <laughs> when we started doing those videos with like uh, Charlie and all that. Yeah, I was yeah. saying like, we should do like the intro of Stairway to Heaven, and I'm just gonna sit there with my bass and not play anything for like <laughs> two minutes, <laughs> just like sitting in front of the camera like eating spaghetti or something. Yeah, like, <laughs> 
<laughs> we never did. I would have been great. That would have been great. Yeah, oh, speaking good. of that, because they did do Stairway to Heaven, Steve McDonald from Red Cross was a very underrated bass player. Yeah, fuck yeah. He was from that that old school, weaving in and out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So good. And on stage, one of the best live bass players. He's an off now. And he's still in Red oh, Cross, right. but yeah. Steve Soto, too. Rest yeah. in peace, Steve Ooh, Soto. Yeah. Rest, Rest in, in peace. peace. That was surprising. Let's do an in memoriam. We will. Hum something sad, and then we'll say names. All right. I, I, I got one for, for Sam and Ron. So <clears throat> for me, um, there's I have certain drummers that I just, no matter what they play, you're like, God, that would be so amazing to play with that guy, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever. There's somebody that you just love how tasteful they are or whatever. So for you guys, who are maybe your top th- three guys that you just like, when they play, you're like, that's just nobody. Nobody else can touch it. That we have played with, or that no, we would no, like that, to play. No, that, that, that influenced you, or or that you 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 know you grew up drummer wise. Yeah, yeah, drummers. You better say Dave. Um, well, I mean, I'm playing with him, so that I mean, obviously, it's amazing. But I got the chance to play with Chad Smith, and uh, uh, who's uh, I mean, I'm a huge Chili Peppers fan, and, and for real. Yeah. Okay, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> and uh, I'm trying to be respectful. Wow. Hey, you know, whatever. I, I won't talk about how I walked out after two songs. This, this is Ra's story, not and yours. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> All right? Okay. And I recorded some stuff with Chad Smith, too, that I, I was actually, like, we recorded, like, this year. I was, like, listening to it on the way here. Uh, that's going to be a crazy kind of thing. Like, I don't even know why I'm doing that song. <laughs> is uh, it, f- what project is it for? It's, uh... It's kind of like a weird experiment that I got like invited to do. <laughs> Basically, they send you like just a track of just drums, like just drums, mm-hmm. nothing. And they go like, do whatever the fuck you want. And then I choose like a guitar player and we send it to the guitar player and he does whatever the fuck he wants. And then we send it. And that, wow, that's pretty cool. So that same drum track goes to a few different bass players. So at the end of the day, with the same track, you have like, I don't know. 10 different songs that are completely different approaches to it. That's crazy. Yeah. That's, so, we did that with you and Charlie and Rozelle. Yeah. It hasn't and come out yet, but <laughs> might never so see the light. The one I did is uh, Chad on drums, Chad Smith. I play bass. Like I came up with like kind of like the rhythm and stuff. And then Tim Stewart from Lady Gaga and all that. He played in Suicide and, yeah. and in fact, he played guitars. Dang, that's sick. And He's in Knives, too. And then Rami for from uh, Foo Fighters did the uh, keyboard. And I don't know if we're trying who we're going to call to like see if they can sing or anything. But but yeah, like I got to play with him. How yeah, does that happen to you, though? Like, How does Chad find well, you? Well, uh, like the guy that's putting the experiment together, he contacted me. Oh, okay. Like It wasn't through Chad, but I played live with Chad once. And I did... I've never played live with him. I love his drumming, and we did some like video kind of thing that it hasn't been out yet. But uh, I love the way Arik plays. Arik in in Prada. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would love to jam with Brad Wilk from Great yeah. Chance the Machine. I would. I don't. I don't know why, but I always see him, and I'm like, I want. I want to play with that dude. You know, he seems like a cool drummer to like jam with. Uh, I love Charlie's drumming. You know, you jammed with him. Yeah, kind of. Well, yeah. we played the the Kiss songs and stuff mm-hmm. like live. And I don't know who else. Uh, there's too many drummers. I don't know. There are. Yeah, and then there's like a bunch of like drummers from like Chile and stuff that maybe you don't even know. But uh, I don't know. There's just too many drummers. 
I even play and I play with too many drummers too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I even played in a band with a drummer, but the drummer was playing uh, guitar and singing with BH from Dead Kennedys. Oh wow! Wow! Yeah. Wild. Well, that the fact wild. that you're in a band with Lombardo is insane. So yeah, you got yeah, yeah. you got really yeah. good. You can't play there. with that kick. <laughs> 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 what about yeah. you, Sam? That's a good question, Ian. Uh, my mind was just racing. I'm glad Ra got to go first because I would have been put on the spot. <laughs> uh, Bill Stevenson from Descendants and Flag, I think, would be a really cool drummer to play with just because he's got such a crazy brain. Um, my, I, I always bring up my buddy Adrian who plays in Ex Mortis. He's my favorite drummer that to play with that I have played with. Uh, Joey and Boyd Vader, he's another dude that just like has a crazy just sense of swing and like... I don't know. He plays. Uh, you remember the Good Rats? Mm-hmm. Uh, so the dude's kid has still does the Good Rats, and Joey plays with them. So to have like that kind of background, and then come and play like all these heavy metal like fills is kind of wow. crazy. Um, you said uh, Foo Fighters. That dude on keys was on that song. It'd be cool to play with Taylor Hawkins for sure. I think Ooh, he's, yeah. a, he's a really cool drummer. Um, it's I mean and yeah, Dave Grohl. It's, it's <laughs> Dave Dave Grohl for <laughs> Dave Grohl for sure. Yeah. Uh, Mario from Gojira, I think, is like one of the most creative dudes yeah. out there. It's it's crazy, you know. Yeah. Even that that last singer uh, or that last single, Another World. Like, there's not a whole lot of like crazy double kick, but it's cool to see like his pocket as exactly. a death metal drummer. You know, it's exactly. like it's unreal. Oh, I didn't mention Brooks Wackerman too. Right on, hell yeah. yeah. Have you played with them on some of those recordings? We recorded one yeah, stuff, I but I, I basically. We were tracking drums, and I was playing one of like Robert's bass parts for him as a reference. We oh, okay. we were not recording my bass. Okay, but he was awesome. He I mean, legit sat down and recorded like first day. Okay, that's it. <laughs> well, he was a kid when he was in suicide. Yeah, he was like fifteen yeah. or something like that. Yeah, it's yeah. wild. And now he's in what Aven Sevenfold. Aven Sevenfold. Yeah. Jeez. What about you, Ian? You asked the question. Someone better say Joey C, or I'm going to pull the plug. Well, <laughs> I mean, of course, that would always be ridiculous. But, you know, I, I guess we know when I, when I said the question, I was thinking about more, like, drummers that you hear, like, like you're going to air drum to a part they got, and, like, you always do it. Yeah. When I, when I, and so, like, for me, that's... Bill Collins. That's, that's, well, yeah, right, that's the first thing you think of. Yeah. Do, 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 right? Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> but um, you know, I, I, I would first say, like, John Bonham, obviously, Ooh, just yeah. because um, that would be just, like... I, yeah. The, to me, what makes him great is what he doesn't play. Yeah. You know, it's those spaces. It's a space you know? between notes. Yeah, exactly. yeah, that fat groove. Exactly. And then uh, Cozy Powell's another guy oh, for, for me. Oh that, yeah. That, that, like you know, if 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 uh, uh, I'm listening to Rainbow Rising, I'm air drumming more than I'm doing anything <laughs> oh, else. You know, sure. it's like I'm just not going to do anything else. You know, during that. And then for for guys that are around now that are still doing a lot of stuff, there's. I listen to a lot of uh, jazz things or whatever, so I like Marco Miniman a lot. Ooh, nice, um, yeah. Yeah, so when, when those guys are doing uh, the Aristocrats thing, yeah. that stuff is, the, all those three guys are, you know, you could make an argument for them being the best musicians at yeah, what, they, yeah. what they have, you that's know, wild. or whatever, and <clears throat> that's just amazing to see and watch it happen, and yeah. I so. mean, do you guys think because you play bass, you're a little more apt to listen to some jazz stuff than... I mean, yeah. anybody can, but maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. I was just curious. I'm just... I don't know if it's because of bass. I think, uh, well, I don't know. There's lots of really good jazz bass players that, you know, like that's, Migas that's and... Yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe just because of bass, like... And uh, and just that if you're, like, a fan of bass, like, you're obviously, like, if you're a bass player and you're, like, fuck up right bassist, I think that shit's whack. Like, it's kind of <laughs> right. like, what the hell are you doing anyway? Yeah. So, like, yeah. the history of bass, like, that's kind yeah. of a big deal, too. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of why I was asking, you know, because like I like listening to jazz bass, 
I mean, once I hear a fucking saxophone, I'm done. I, I hate saxophones. New York's not all right <laughs> if you like saxophones. Yes, too, exactly. Exactly. Um, New York's all right. It's, it's funny, you, you know, I mentioned Joey C because none of you guys would. Um, <laughs> That's not even fair. But, but you know, because I worked with Queens back in there when, when, we, when Dave was out with them. Mm-hmm. And then Dave left yeah. and we brought in Joey C. I love Joey. And he killed it. He played Dave's parts better than Dave. Right on. You know, a lot of Dave's parts were from Bill Stevenson, too, on, yeah, that, yeah. on that Songs for the Dead album. I just saw him with the, well, not just saw him, but uh, last year. Joey? Yeah, yeah, with, I saw him with the with the Bronx. Joey, great, yeah, dude. Joey playing in the Bronx is it's the most powerful thing awesome. in the world. It's so, awesome. So, yeah, I was just standing like next to him, and I'm like, this is like, yeah. just Madness. amazing. Yeah, yeah. it's funny because like, you know, super nice guy too. Great guy, yeah, yeah. great family. You know, we're we're close with Blasco here, and he has the the Zach Sabbath yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. And like you, you're at a festival and you'll hear it and like okay and these songs again and then when you see Joey C playing those songs yeah, it's wild. like holy shit <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah like makes sense yeah it makes total yeah. sense yeah because it's like is there a need for a Zach Sabbath and then you hear Joey C I'm like yeah. yes there's a need <laughs> <for that. laughs> it's cool the music still needs to be out there and yeah that's how it's being played yeah no now. I think that the Zach Sabbath thing is a great idea I mean Blasco's a genius so I think that that they works and they don't put any recordings out uh they just release one they did thing. a box set. But they never like put it out on iTunes or anything like that. So it's kind of it's what like a special Max thing. Sabbath? Oh my! We were just were we just yeah, talking maybe. about them? Yeah, we were. Weren't Unfortunately, we? they're not good. It's a funny concept. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like midget kiss. The thing is, like, are they supposed to be good? Like, well, yeah, I know, but I mean, like, have if they could play somewhat, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I like the female Black Sabbath tribute bands Savage. that are out there. Yeah, Sabbath mm-hmm. and. I know Amy Echo was doing one for a minute, and I know Emily from Fireball Ministry does one. Oh, right on. Yeah, and that stuff's good. Fireball Ministry riffs. Yeah, they do. So when it comes to playing bass, like, do you guys, I mean, everyone, some people follow the kick drum, some people do their own thing. Like, what? what's your style, Ra? I wish I could follow Dave's. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. already said it's impossible. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, I mean, I I, I in, I enjoy like sticking. Yeah. Or I love when I drums. hear it happen. Yeah. Or sometimes like some specific like accents. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. But I, in my personal scenario, I feel like my duty is kind of like be there with my drummer. Yeah. You know? And that's how I see my role as a bass player, kind of like the rhythm section. You know, like yeah. I, I stick to that. We were, so. we were watching Kids Are All Right last night by The Who, you know what I mean? And there's that Won't Get Fooled Again at the end. And r- further proof why Townsend's one of the greatest rhythm guitar players because he had to hold oh, all yeah, of that you together. Oh, yeah, and whistle. Right. And whistle right. But oh. there, w- there was a second. So many there was a second <laughs> where Ant Whistle caught two of the kick drums, <laughs> like two hits. Like it's impossible to catch Keith Moon, but he caught him, and, it, yeah. and you hear it right away. It yeah. pulls everything in, which is great. That's why I love Cheap Trick when Tom and Bunny hook up. It's just like sometimes oh. I, yeah. I've been to like you know a bar or whatever, and there's a band playing covers. Yeah. And every time, if it's a song that I'm really, really familiar with and they miss like a kick or like a hit mm-hmm. or something, I go like, fuck. <laughs> like it like, like really like fucks my night. It off a little bit, huh? Yeah. yeah, I hear that. And there's like songs that I know for a fact that it's going to happen. And I'm like, no, 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 damn it. That's yeah. Like, yeah. Like, there's songs for sure you can tell. Is this a good cover band or not? And then, they, oh, no, they didn't. Nope. They yep. Just judge them on that one hit that they Well, it's, it's hard being a musician, being in the wild, because you do. You can't just enjoy it because you hear everything. Oh, yeah. You it's know ter- what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's a terrible thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, mean I, I, I make mistakes too. Everybody well, does. Well, everybody does. 
but when things are playing wrong or you see yeah. Jakey Lee tuning without a tuner oh through his amp live on stage, I mean, that <laughs> kind of stuff just drives you crazy. <laughs> you know, back, back to your thing about the playing with the kick. I think something that we all learn early on, especially the first time that you're in a recording studio, because maybe it hasn't occurred to you yet. Like that first time mm -hmm. is really eye-opening for you as a musician yeah. usually. Like, wow, I didn't realize I was that bad. You know, <laughs> I, th I thought I was way better than that you know, or whatever. But, you know, you learn, okay, so, you know. So you uh, learn right, right, yeah. right, <laughs> right foot, right hand, you know. Yeah. And then that's, what, that's the first thing you learn as a bass yeah. player is like, you know, the, you, that's got to be there, otherwise, you know. And how you how you get there is up to you. Yeah. But you know that thing has got to be there. To, like so like Butch says, you got to be on the one. <laughs> If you miss that's that a, one, yeah, forget it. <laughs> it's all downhill from there, man. Yeah, it is weird. Like I mean, there was a thing in the early aughts of like the white stripes and that not having bass players. Yeah. Like that shit's whack because you really miss it. You know what I mean? I know people loved it and everything like that. But if you think about it, like their biggest song was based off the bass riff. Yeah, right. For a band yeah. without and a bass for sure. Yeah. And on that style of music, what do you guys think of like Royal Blood, where it's just that bass player and drummer, yeah. and it's all driven by the bass in a way, right? There's, there's so much effects on that tone. Oh, that, yeah. You know, but it, it sounds cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm about it. Those guys rip. I mean, I think yeah. yeah. At the I end of the day, if it's like a cool show. song and riff, I don't really care if they're nah, using they're, a bass player. Yeah. They put on a yeah. song. As long as the song's good. Yeah. yeah. Now, like, nowadays, there's a lot of music that is just like key bass, you know, and it's still a great bass line, you know? Yeah. So. And then what about yeah. like lead bassists? Like I'd say, um, like Billy Sheehan. You know. Billy well, Rips for right sure. Now. There's. Like, yeah, I mean, there's no question. That guy's been doing that. <clears throat> you know, Tim mentioned we're from Cleveland, so band I had back in the day, we used to go uh, and, to, Buffalo. And, and, to Buffalo and open for Talis. Oh really? Yeah, yeah and Talis would come to Cleveland. We play with them, whatever you know. So we had a little relationship, yeah, I mean, relationship got, with Billy, you know. And he's yeah, Sheehan. You got um, ridiculous. Yeah. Um. Else? Yeah, who else is like a Billy Sheehan where it's, it's <laughs> Blackie Lawless? No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, well, you got, <laughs> wow. go you got Stu Ham. You got <laughs> Stu Ham for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? You can also do that. But, you know, Ken, Billy's is sort of his own thing, you know? He's for the sure. Eddie, Eddie Van Halen yeah. of the yeah. bass. Yeah. You it's know? true. Right? True, yeah. I mean, in so his own way, Lemmy was a rhythm guitar player on the bass. There you yeah. go. Yeah. I no, mean, no question. I was waiting for someone to bring Lemmy And he was all about, like, the tone, you know? He was about that Marshall and power. It's so great. Yeah, and that Rick, and um, you know, when you listen to like No Sleep till Hammersmith, mm -hmm. like that bass on that album yeah, is just ridiculous. so, so driving. And yeah, it's, and people don't realize that. You know, people like to run around and say, I love Motorhead, but they don't really love Motorhead. <laughs> no, <laughs> they no, like they're the, fake. They're poser. Ace of Spades, man. Yeah, <laughs> but no, but he he was definitely one that that was like that. You know, there's a lot of bands that they have great bass that not necessarily like it's the first thing that comes to mind like i don't know like look at i don't know the beastie boys yeah you know yeah. like when you think of the beastie boys it's not like oh yeah the bass you know no but i mean when you like sit down and pay attention it's, it's like it's, it's like it, it, at it, least 50 of it yeah, it's like the bass, yeah, you're you know? right well yeah, yeah i mean once they started playing instruments and yak his bass playing was great and that and his ideas yeah. were great too you know yeah. that fuzz tone yeah. i agree cool. I'm bummed nobody brought up Tom Hamilton today. Tom Hamilton's Listen, a secret weapon. Tom, <laughs> yeah, Tom, for sure. Tom Hamilton. And Duff. You gotta I, love I, Duff. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. And not Tim, maybe, but I love Duff. No. <laughs> I like Duff's Duff's tone, the best, best part of that band, no question. Yes. Yeah. No question. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I think that's... No, <laughs> uh, GNR. So we're yeah. back in Big Bear, dude. <laughs> I know. I'm missing our shows. I'm missing them. <laughs> Big Bear. I just never got it, but I do love his tone, and I love the way he played. You yeah. know what I mean? 
I think that's badass. Yeah, he played he played guitar on the bass. You know, a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, sure. No, well, he, was, he was yeah. a punk kid from Seattle and shit. You know, yeah, so he, he was just, in the yeah. farts. He just played played drums <laughs> in the farts. But getting back to Sheehan, like that that Eat 'Em and Smile, Dave Lee Roth record, uh, so Dave, I, yeah. from a different planet. Those yeah. two hooking up the way yeah. they did. Oh uh, yeah, Dave's like. If I'm going to leave Van Halen, I'm going to show them. And he's like, who do I get how, in the band to... How many Van Halens can I get in this band? Yeah, right? Well, yeah, exactly. But that's, exactly. that's the thing, because Talos opened... the name of the, the Van Halens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but Talos opened for Van Halen on the Women and Children First Tour, and the rumor always was that Eddie wanted Billy to be in Van Halen from Fair Warning on. Oh, it, wild. Yeah. Which Greg, would have been cool, I guess. Greg Bissonette's another good drummer that's... Yeah. That, oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I mean that he kind of reminds me of like Raw because Raw had all this experience playing different things and and Bissonette came from Maynard Ferguson and then he's playing in rock and it really yeah. shows man like Ringo's band he's that's what I'm gonna say yeah but before he's in Dave Lee Roth so when you have all these influences and you know like with you playing in different bands that helps you in suicidal because yeah there's any situation that could come up you can switch well, on like, a dime like this year you know that we haven't been able to tour I've been mostly doing like session stuff from yeah. home and. Sometimes I get, you know, like, I don't know, I, I recorded some, like, Brazilian music and, mm -hmm. and you know, a stuff for, a, like, a hardcore band from Switzerland and then, like, some kind of, like, Hispanic thing, you know, for uh, for Chile and stuff. And I'm just like, yeah, sure, send it. I'll figure yeah. it out. Do you, you know, have like, a manager that helps you find this stuff or do people no, come to you? No, usually just, like, through friends or whatever. Like, That's great. They hit me up, like, you know, like, hey, hey I got this these people are working on your album. Are you down to like, you know, do a couple of songs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. Or sometimes through Billy, he's always producing bands and yeah. he like hits me up. Well, you have drive and you have the grind and it's something that Ian had when we all played together and I know Sam has it and I think that's what it takes and people don't understand that. You know what I mean? It takes work. Man. It takes it's work. Yeah. And well, it, I mean, those days that somebody's going to like walk into a bar and discover you are yeah. like super over. So, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. And, I'll, and I'll always tell people too and I don't know if you can vouch for this, Ian, when when you're done, if not not done, but you know, you will remember the rehearsals and the work more than the actual shows. No question. Yeah. The yeah. shows are just like, okay, this is what we did it for. And I think like in sports, it's the same. Like the NFL, like, okay, the game's that, but it's all the preparation. Yeah, it's all the memories it all around leads that. Up to this one moment, you know. Yeah. It, and, and, and sounds and, like you know, Eminem. That's, like, <laughs> that's, that's who you. That's who you created with. You know. That's who. You, yeah. You know, it was the. It's that. That creative space that you're in. <laughs> <laughs> no, just keep it going, dude. It was working. That's what it is. And then... <laughs> oh, they're there again. Yeah. They're taking over the TV. Oh, Scott's wearing an obituary shirt. That's sick, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Donald, that's another drummer. <laughs> that was my <laughs> face. <laughs> I love you, Scott. <laughs> oh, my God. I do. Like, Scott was my guy growing up. Like, it was Johnny Ramon. Ian, it was just Johnny Ramon and Scott Ian. Still say Scott Ian is the greatest rhythm guitar player. He's a machine, yeah. and he doesn't even practice. That was the craziest shit. He just like show up. You see Scott with uh, Mr. Bungle? Yes, amazing, so amazing, amazing. Um, oh, I had some news about that. I can't tell. Oh, <laughs> tell me so, right now. So, now we want to. So, how know. is that even fair to do? As he does uh, that. Throw that out he there. Does, oh, I forgot yeah. where I am. Yeah, exactly. If you want to know, tune in next week. <laughs> <laughs> and he won't tell you then either. Because <laughs> yeah. no. I want to ask you guys tons of questions having Ian in here and you guys. Oh, Trevor Dunn on bass, dude. We forgot to mention Trevor Dunn. There you go. It's amazing. Oh, There's too many. But yeah. Because you have like super bad. <laughs> there are so many. <laughs> I, know. I just don't know what Tim is willing to reveal or not, but I know, no, no. I know they were in bands back in the day that did a lot of great stuff together. 
two of you. Us? Yes. Yeah, we were in a band, but it was like 20-some years ago. It's been a little while. Yeah. But we're playing again. We're actually going out to the desert this week to nice. record some jams. Love it. Can't wait to play that. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, And then we have Ralph sing on him. Oh, sick. Yeah. Or, I'm sorry, Michael Starr. <laughs> uh, which is weird because once he touches anything, it's it's, it's Van Halen, Van Halen yeah, at some maybe. point. <laughs> <laughs> like the shit we did. It's crazy, like, man. Sam heard it. It's like Stone awesome. Temple Pilots with with uh, Ooh, nice. with Dave Lee Roth. Singing. Yeah, it's great. So it's funny. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but for me, I've always been fascinated by the bass guitar and bass players, and that's the first thing I listened to. Which is weird because I, I play guitar. You know what I mean? Obviously, a singer is a huge part. But yeah. even if I'm in a store or an or an elevator or something like there's music playing it's the bass that goes through my sure. head you know what i mean um and I, I think it's an underrated instrument and i think what you guys are able to do with four strings five strings in your case um <laughs> i play four strings too i'm I holding up four strings right now i know getty so only played four strings yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah but you know what i mean i, I just think because you guys bass players <laughs> good bass players think outside of the song they think of their version of the song like, oh, that's the song you're playing? This is the way I'm going to play would, it. That's we don't ever see it that it. way. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> just, we just want you to think we see it that way. Yeah. 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 You <laughs> see it kind of. Well, I think a good player will see it inside out. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. like again, uh, not to compare you guys to animals, but a bass player is like a cat where it's going to get to another room we went its from own monkey way. to cat. Oh, I know. It's getting Tim's, better. Tim's got to be careful here. <laughs> Calling us cats? You know, bass players are kind of like paramecians. You know, they're real small. They don't really think about things. What kind of cat? They have a small brain. My cat. That's a stegosaurus. Just nerve endings, not even a brain. Yeah. So I think it's you know it's it's amazing. You know, when it's done correctly, it's it's so vital. You know. Yeah. What's the difference between you know it takes it to the next level, song writing wise or you know, melody-wise, if you ha it's just one more thing, it yeah. adds, you know? Because in some of these bands that played a track, like, there's not even a need to have a bass player on stage because kids no, don't even so know, you know yeah, what I mean? So you can yeah. save meal tickets. <laughs> you can <laughs> 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 bug space. One yeah, more pass, I mean, please. please. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, so that's why I appreciate what you guys do because you're really playing and you... It, it's something, you know, there's going to be someone that's going to be transcended again like players were for you, whether it was... You know, Dave Elfson for you, or Luigi for you, or Steve Harris for you, or you know what I mean. Someone's gonna be that guy. You have, you've probably been that guy to people, which is great. Rob for sure I, is. Oh, I, no I question. Mean, that's that. That's there's no I, question. Because it's weird when I think of it, but, but it's I true, guess, dude. Yeah. We see it happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because not only are you up there doing it and you're having fun doing it, like you really look like you're having a good time. And I then am. you're <laughs> no, and, and I know you are. And then you're talking to the people afterward. I mean, it's such a huge thing, and I know Mike's done that his whole career. Yeah, I mean, I, but I, you're there with him, and it and it means so much. We see it, we yeah. hear it. You know what I mean? I I mean, I think it's part of the job. You know, yeah. like I mean, it's your fans. You know, yeah. they deserve the chance to like hang out with you, and or at least you can thank them. You know, for being there. I mean, if you guys are doing a sign or something, like we hear all of that feedback because you guys, you know, have oh, to yeah, go do your true. things. Oh, yeah, Yeah, we do all the signings with you guys. Yeah. So you hear the feedback. We hear the feedback. Oh, they're so great and blah, blah, blah. And that means something to them from here on out. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, and we, we had our people like that, too. Like when I was a kid, I ran David Lee Roth. He was completely out of his mind. You know what I mean? I could have taken the like, fuck that guy. He sucks. But I understood that. Have you have you met someone that you go like, oh, fuck this dude? Like, some, like, like someone, <laughs> someone that you admire, and no, know. that I admired. No, I <laughs> um, <laughs> made it worse. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Dave and I eventually got along. He, 
I get what he does, you know. I unfortunately for me, the album I had to work with Megadeth Megadeth was the Risk album. It's the best one. Is it? <laughs> okay. <laughs> not, that song's alright, but but it was trust. it was a weird time. You know what I mean? For yeah. them. They didn't know what they were really doing yeah. and they took out the Misfits opening and, and on that tour, Dave was like, We're not gonna put Vic Rattlehead on anything and then the Misfits show up with the Crimson Ghost. And yeah. They get fucking destroyed at merch. You know <laughs> what I mean? So those were bad nights. It happens. Um there's never one that I've ever admired that was an asshole though. I'm I'm just not a fan guy like that. I mean, yeah. to be honest, that guy for me, I have two guys and Mike is one of them and he has been nothing but gracious and accepted Mike me. Is awesome, man. And Mike is the best dude. Like yeah. I I'll vote for him for president again. Nice. Well, I don't know. I don't know if I would go there, but <laughs> oh, I would. Check the, check oh, the other he'll box. clean it all up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> when you get slapped in the face I don't by know the president in Venice, the, I don't know if the world's ready way. for that. <laughs> yeah, but he he I don't know is if the, the best. Ready for that, but and, and all of you guys have been amazing. Imagine that, like. Uh, I don't know, like press conference. I mean, it would take like six hours for every speech. It would be the best. <laughs> oh, I love it. I mean, no offense, but like for me, Mike's, I will say teaching in between songs is yeah. just as enjoyable to me it's as the, the Church music. of Suicidal. Yeah, yeah, it's the best. It's real. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It, the family's real and the Church of Suicidal is real. It's It's amazing. We should start a church, like an actual church. <laughs> you should. I think it's begun, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it's it's started time, here. Right? Yeah. <laughs> now I mean, or never. Yeah. Right. Well, well cool. Thank you. Next, any final words from you guys? Where the shakaroni at? Oh, oh yeah. That heartburn. Yeah, we, usually we have shakaronis here. Yeah, we're, we're getting some food for sure. Yeah. Well, next week we got all our tambourine favorite players coming in. Ooh. <laughs> what what so, kind of animal is a tambourine player? Yeah. <laughs> it's a snake, right? It's Honestly, I'm so <laughs> up here. <laughs> yes. They're kind of like centipedes or something. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Ra, what's next for you? Uh, probably traffic. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's no shockingly traffic. on Labor Day. Maybe you'll get lucky. Everyone's at the beach or inside their air yeah. conditioning. Well, it's now, um, well, you were mentioning that like lead bass and stuff. I did that uh, the whole like instrumental thing with suicidal. And, uh, I think that at least a couple of those songs are gonna like uh, are supposed to come out like this fall at some point. Okay. So I guess that would be the most immediate thing but other than that shows are all postponed and canceled and all that so there's not really much to announce yeah or then you know just hang in there and hopefully we'll get to play again yeah i guess that's pretty much the same for everybody else too you know yeah. old bands are kind of like on hold i guess it's uh never experienced anything like this you know yeah. first time in 25 years i haven't been on the road at all i actually went out did you play at all this year anywhere I did a European tour with Billy okay. like in, for like two weeks in January. And then I played with uh, Sendog and Billy. They have that band called uh, Powerflow. Okay. We did one show uh, downtown LA, opening for your favorite band, Insane Clown Posse. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Detroit. <laughs> what else did I play? Uh, and then I did like a few of those like uh, like jams at like uh, the whiskey and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Oh, yeah. But like like tour touring wise, uh, that tour with Billy that was it. Uh, yeah. And, and then with Suicidal, we were supposed to start in April and Europe and Danny yeah. Wimmer. Well, yeah, we were doing the, those festivals here and then the the summer in Europe. Yeah. So I don't know what's gonna happen really, but hopefully we will get to do that. And then you guys were gonna do your spring tour. I have the tour shirt. Yeah, I mean we were on tour when it all hit. Yeah. Void Vader was anyway. Um, Fingers crossed that all just gets pushed a year with Warcloud and Void Vader. I think uh, 
I have more, at least, emails and spreadsheets about the War Cloud stuff, like, for sure happening. I don't know anything about if Void Vader is just going to get pushed up a year. But uh, that new record we've, we've got coming out, uh, hopefully next year, that's all done. So now we're doing, like, music videos and got to get, you know, reviews and blah, 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 and reach out to everybody and get some PR and that kind of shit going. Um, so hopefully release, like, two singles, two music videos by a- April and yeah. release the record and... Hopefully by that time we can go on tour or that summer or whatever, you know, so. It's just a great equalizer because a band like Kiss doesn't know what they're going to do yet. You know what well, I mean? That, that, it literally that's throws thing. everybody like, on their ass. Like, yeah. even I can say, like, oh, yeah, you know, I don't know, the show from from May got moved to next May. But, I mean, we don't really know if it's still going to happen, yeah. you know? We don't know what's going to be the situation, you know, next week. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we have no clue at all. So it's just... Sometimes people ask me, oh, so when are you coming back to, I don't know, Australia? I'm like, I don't even know when the fuck I'm going to see my family again. Yeah, right. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, that's exactly. the reality right now, you know? So it's just tricky. I don't know. Yeah, for me, like I said, you know, at the beginning of all this, I was with Mike, and I was very positive about everything. I'm like, ah, you know, we'll get through this fast, and, you know, we'll be at Aftershock this fall, and everything's like, nah, man. You know, and, and he was right. You know, as depressing as it was, Mike is yeah. 99.9% right all the time yeah i remember when when this started he also like told me like he saw like this kind of like domino effect thing that was gonna like happen you know like Mm -hmm. as as soon as the first festival gets canceled everything else is gonna go like poop that's it yeah you know Mm -hmm. and he was totally right yeah yeah yeah. last show i played was with sam at lucky strike i didn't know that was gonna be the last time probably the last show i actually saw crazy yeah Everything. Good job, guys. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot of fun. That was a fun, that was a fun night. Hell yeah. It's fun playing originals with you because we've been That's playing. That's a covers. big responsibility. Yeah. Like the world ends tomorrow. That was his yeah. last show. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. I I think about um, this all the time. I listen to a specific playlist on a flight just in case it goes down. Uh, <laughs> oh, like, could you, like wow. what if? I don't know if that's um, cool or like almost. That's, that's not dark at all. Yeah. yeah. Or, or if Beetlejuice, so, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll, I'll tell you a great story. So what's on that playlist? That's in, that's yeah. a big thing. It, it's suicidal. The Bronx. Share. Share. Sunny and share. <laughs> nice. Um, no, but I remember one time I used I used to deal with the Weezer, and then one time I was on a flight you and they got their sweater and they got pissed. No, they got on <laughs> the, they got on the flight and I had to just put out like. I know at one point I wish these guys would die in a plane crash, so I hope it's not today. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's, that's the kind of guy you want yeah. working for you. But I don't, yeah, right? I don't want, yeah. I don't want to be like in a car and someone's listening to you two, and then we crash, and that's the last thing I yeah, hear. Like, I'm with you on that. <laughs> Your eulogy would change. Just like laying there on the floor, all like <laughs> yeah. covered in blood, just hanging there, waiting the song to change. Like, Where the yeah, before you no die, like, you're like, no, oh, holding on. Yeah, it's a second chorus. Fuck, fuck. I know. I think about those things, though. I really do. I, I do too sometimes. Not like that, but sometimes I think, like, what if I'm listening to, like, some, like something, like, because I do listen to a lot of, like, embarrassing shit. Yeah. And I love it. And they it. find you. And, like, I, you know, I, I don't know, I crash, and then they come to, like, my rescue, and I'm there laying there, and they go, like, yeah, he, you know. He was listening to Britney Spears and shit. Yeah. Uh, like, That's what you're forever yeah. known for. Yeah. It's not weird. It's not weird. He was into Crash. It's what he yeah. was listening yeah. to. Yeah. 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 Then like that would be like the the, the headline. You know? Yeah. Suicidal bassist Raw yeah. dies while listening to Britney yeah. Spears. Crashes his car on purpose yeah. after listening. Oops. Yeah. Oops. I did it again. Yeah. That would be the headline. Oops. He did it again. Uh, Oops. He did it. Oops. He did it again. Uh, this, this is a great question, Keelan. What was the What's the last song that you would want to hear? Oh my gosh. It's yeah. so that's so rough. That's Just answer the question. question. 
You knew I was going there. We've been talking for two minutes about this. Everyone's wow. thinking that. Yeah, yeah. I think I'd want to listen to Kiss. By the way, how cool would it be, Detroit Rock City? Um, in a car crash. I'm yeah, in the car song, crash. So. But at the beginning you know, of the song or the end of the song? Near the end of the song. All right. Um, it ha- I want, so you I wouldn't want to do King of the Nighttime World then? No. Right. I'm just checking. Sweet expectations. Great expectations. Great expectations. <laughs> Pledge allegiance to uh, yeah. the state of rock roll. That's yeah. a great song. It's a great song. Yeah. How about you, Rouse? I don't, I don't know what the last song would be that I listened to, but at some point... That you'd want to. Well, I don't, I don't they, know. I've never thought of that, but I, at some point, I actually told my family and like some friends that <laughs> for my funeral... I wanted like open bar and have um, a kiss gotta get rock and roll to you. Oh playing kind of like the Bill and Ted yeah, yeah, final yeah. thing. Exactly. With all the pictures of like shows and right. like kinda like my life going through that and have everybody fucking cry. <laughs> and, and, uh, yeah. Like and I don't know, I think that would be cool. I love that song too, so but I don't really know what it would be like if I know that I'm dying in the next ten minutes. I don't yeah. know what I would. It's like, scary, do. huh? You better have a playlist ready. I'm gonna go home and make I one. Do honestly, I think I honestly, if I know that I'm dying in ten minutes, I would probably uh, like call my family instead of listening to something. Right. <laughs> right. I'd rather yeah. listen to yeah. my mom's voice. You know. Or right. Something. All right. Now yeah, I feel like an asshole. I know, Tim. Why are you? I've got a playlist for if I die on a boat, for if I die on a hang glider, for if I slip and fall on a banana. All right. How about you, Sam? Uh, either the full bug by Van Halen, whoa, um, or wow. don't don't want you no more by the Allman Brothers. Jeez. Love wow, that. full great. bug, man, you were man, and you deep. were like you were like super you secure. Your answer, you've thought of this, right? Ooh, well, he's baby. had five minutes because yeah. you guys wouldn't answer. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Ian? Man, uh, never again. Discharge. Ooh, nice oh, one. Fuck bro. yeah. Well, actually, I would probably go with the like longest song. <laughs> yes. Right. I could, like, think uh, bird. Rise of the Ancient Mariner. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. Just like hanging there. Hold on. Hold Live. on. Just play it. Okay, Alban I got brother. 20 minutes. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I go with the shortest one, by the yeah, way. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, the I ballad of. <laughs> <laughs> what, how would you want your funeral you, Don't to be? Don't smoke her by sleep. <laughs> I've already told two of our friends, Dasha and someone else, at my funeral. I'm gonna pay them in advance so they can come in and act like I owed them, like I ruined their life or something. Oh, and, that's amazing! Yeah, just to create some kind of chaos. I'll come yeah. in in a monkey cat costume. Thank you. It's like, oh, the bass player's here. <laughs> <laughs> my, actually, Mike idea. wrote a perfect song for that. This world, especially yeah. the version off Thirteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that song is perfect. Like. Like at that time when Thirteen came out, I thought that was the last suicidal song ever, and it's like, whoa, <laughs> this is fucking great. I like the World Gone Mad version. I like them all, but yeah, like the kind of like acoustic yeah. vibes. I like that he brought it back for that. Yeah, it like made sense. Yeah, some bands do uh, put out albums where it's like that's the perfect ending mm-hmm. for their career, and it's like end on that sweet note, and then they put out an album after that, yeah, and it makes course. no sense anymore. I'm like, damn. Yep. Go out on top. I agree. Kiss. <laughs> Way I too look, late for that. Too late. Yeah. That's a whole nother episode, but yeah, it is. We'll have Everything's back. a whole nother episode. <laughs> well, thank you guys. Raul, yeah. you want to play us out? Please. Uh, what? What am so I supposed to do? Fan with the opera. Something that someone cannot see. that lawsuit. Nothing says space like something. Yeah. Church of Suicide. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you. You.